All right, we're recording. Hooray! Hey. Welcome back from a f- after a few weeks away. What a what a wonderful cliffhanger to have ended on. Um, so here's what happened previously uh, in Dungeons and Dragons. So as you all um, you all found yourself at a manor known as Dusk Manor, which is filled with these. Um, stasis locked areas that had these kind of strange mutated creatures that you had to fight in order to reclaim the manor and the grounds. Uh, you all uh, managed to do that. In addition, you managed to um, uh, activate the manor's um, uh, construct servant, uh, whose name is Blair uh, and uh, uh, is a uh, is kind of a spectral uh, servant uh, for the house uh, and recognizes Nithis as the master of the house. Uh, beneath beneath the uh, church and the garden, you've uh, found secret tunnels uh, that led down into this dungeon. Uh, there was a a dark side of the dungeon or uh, that seemed to be uh, uh, made in tribute to Cilia. And there was a lighter side of the dungeon which seemed to be made in tribute to Solari. You all solved the puzzles um, and using uh, your blood and your hand activated the four doors that you'd found that led into a central room uh, that was between the two dungeons. inside of which you found an incredibly large heart on a dais. Uh, on that, a dais, on a dais. That's Damn right. it, I was hoping no one would do it. Uh, if she help. wasn't gonna, I was. The, the, heart, the heart itself is big as a person, six feet long, four feet wide, uh, and, and one of those stasis fields, uh, but even with that stasis field, very slowly beating. I guess I forgot that part. Blocked it out is probably the more accurate term. Do what? <laughs> so intent your brain protectively blocked it out is probably the better. So there's there's a heart beating in the middle of this room? Yes, a six foot long, four feet wide heart. I am very distressed that I don't remember that because that's really freaky. Yeah, it was really it was the end of the session. It was very freaky. You all were freaked. <laughs> super freaked, one might say. It was super freaky. Super freaked. Uh, it is the ninth of Sylvian. It is a Queen's Day, uh, and you all are looking across this twenty-five uh, foot square room. Uh, each of you are on one side of it, uh, looking at each other and looking at this heart. What do you do? I mean, what the hell do you do? I'm gonna turn towards Nithis and just stare at her with really, really wide eyes. Yeah. What is up with your family? I, I don't, this is, I, I don't know. Oh, uh, one more thing, I guess it's relevant, just in case you forgot, uh, is um, in one of the rooms on the light side, Nithis found a secret room that only she could see, uh, inside of which there is a piece of paper that had a psychic message from a distant ancestor uh, that played a pre-recorded psychic message, not necessarily for her, but for whoever it was that had found uh, that room. What did the message say? Uh, I will read it again in its entirety for you. Thank you. Uh, if you're hearing this, you must be a fellow, I'm not going to 
do all the acting. If you're hearing this, you must be a fellow descendant of Nith. If you've returned here, that must mean the Intrapex seals have been breached. I'm optimistic that if you're listening to this, that we have not failed completely in our charge. If you've made it this far, you've taken care of the druid I sealed away in the gardens. So hopefully you've dealt with the other invaders in the manor. I'm ashamed I was not able to defeat them myself, but there were just too many. The brute I've trapped between the stables and the carriage, he took Gilly from me, show him no mercy. I need to focus on protecting the children, so I'm leaving Dusk Manor and do not intend to return. This message is admission of my guilt for abandoning our duty, and for that I am truly sorry. One of them has breached the Hall of the Gods. I'm going to seal him in, and then I'm gone. Kyrex is your responsibility now. I hope you do better than I did. Okay, so what was the... Do I know what they were talking about? The brute between the temple and the stables? What was that referring to? Uh, so the, the, stables. the stables and the carriage uh, were not sealed when you got here. Um, yeah. uh, and so there was no brute there that you could find. Um, though 88 in that space did find a skeleton, uh, a, a oh. long, long dead skeleton in the grass. Okay. Along okay. with a coin purse. And I think that was yes. it. Okay, but, but a human skeleton, right? Correct. And all the all, all the creatures you killed, like, like turned into dust once you killed them. What are the dimensions of this heart? Six foot long by four foot wide. I don't like it. <laughs> Can I? And and the so there was a there was a mural of Cilia and Soleri fighting a bigger one of the things that we fought over that room. Yeah, so it's actually right behind eighty eight now. There's this large mural on the wall of um, of Soleri and Cilia together fighting this large creature, and and based on the scale uh, present in the painting. An exceptionally large creature, but kind of roughly, if you, if she theoretically has a heart about six foot by four foot, <laughs> um, I'll say you don't, you don't even know to roll a check. Yes, if based on the scale of this painting, a heart this size would be about appropriate. Can I cast detect magic on the heart? Absolutely. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. No, there's nothing worse than a happy DM. <laughs> uh, you cast the spell? Yes. Um, you, there is an overwhelming amount of magic coming from this heart. Um, all, all eight schools. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Oh, that's bad. This is that's magic real. the fuck out. Maybe you should try making a psychic connection with it. <laughs> <laughs> I've had my fill, actually. Thanks. <laughs> I've more than had my fill. <laughs> I mean, Avi has the brain. This would have the heart. No. <laughs> All we need is the courage. Yeah. I'm just cutting that that light off right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, this sucks. Yes, I mean. So you all just kind of stand there for a moment, uh, <laughs> unsure of how to proceed, other side from Brindley who casts detect magic. Um, can I roll? I suggest our... we find a way to close these doors. Well, do we want to destroy it? 
didn't we open an entropic ward to get into this room? No. Oh, Not, no. it took all of us. I wondered if this thing started beating again when we opened the doors. No, it, 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 it's, it's, it is beating, and it still has an entropic shield around it. Oh, okay, good. Oh, so if I, I touch it, it's me... gonna, that's when it's gonna liven up. Do not touch it. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yes, please. Thank you. Can so the th what do we know about the thing that they're fighting in this mural? It's a big monster. Big yes. monster. Does it look like demonic faithing? Right. Uh, real quick, uh, are you guys just still just standing in the doorways? I'm not going in this room. Yeah, just in yeah, the Yeah, I was trying to look in them. Shall we shall we <laughs> yell across the shall we reconvene in the mural room and shut these doors? To me, that seems like a wise solution. Okay, I will shut my door, and then I will. How, how do you shut it. your door? It, it it slid up. It has disappeared. Oh, yeah. not a door anymore. Uh, Is there anything else in the room? Right at all? If we can, this seems like a lot of terrible nonsense. Uh, there's <laughs> in this room. There's nothing but the heart. Uh, and and the dais it is it is perched upon. Uh, I'm desperately curious. I want to go up and poke it, guys. Now you do know I'm that you. You, you do know that every stasis field you've touched has disintegrated under your touch. Oh yeah, I shouldn't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can. I'm just reminding you things that maybe you've forgotten in the last two to three weeks since we've played. Yeah. <laughs> what if I mean? Everything else had the entropic word on it. We could just leave it, but it's leave it until maybe somebody with worse points of view than you do comes and finds it and opens it. Well, yeah, I also, mean, we poke a lot of stuff. This also sounds like might be an enemy of my very species. So I kind of want to kill really? it. Really? It's kind of as big as you are. It's definitely, well, the heart is. It's definitely bigger than we are. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely want to kill it, though. Can you, like, detect good or evil on the heart? Oh, yeah. Somebody. I can. I can try it. What can I do? I can do, oh, where is the thing that I can do? All right, if any of you move into the room or away from the doors, let me know. Um, I, I will use my divine sense. Um, I can sense anything affected by the hollow spell or know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet. It says that it's not behind total cover, so I don't know if the ward would count as cover. Give me a second here to look a couple of things up. <laughs> uh-huh, okay. Um, let, me, let me look up the rule for forced alignment. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, if it was gonna happen to anybody. Yeah, that's true. You sound a little distant and echoey, Sean. Is your mic around the right way? Um, maybe. Well, I also moved it, so let me try. see. I think I've got a very long cord. 
Really am the model of a modern major general. All right, is that better? Yes, thank okay. you. Yeah, for some reason, my my um, camera also decided that I want to be up close and personal, which I really don't. And I couldn't figure out how to zoom out, but whatever. You get to see more of my bald head. <laughs> you don't look that much closer than normal. I think I finally got it kind of like similar. But. Mm. I have not yet. I'm going to make a DM call here, Sean. <laughs> this is outside okay. the rules, and so I like to let you know what I'm doing now. Okay. Um, but given the name of, of the ability and what it does, this is neither Celestial Fiend nor Undead, uh, but it is God. God? Okay. As in divine, as it's in godly. divine. What? So it's kind of its own walking hollow spell. Um, I will. Uh, I imagine I have some kind of a. Um, some kind of a physical reaction to this. You know, some. This yeah, is a. This this, is a yeah, don't you descri describe it for me? We'll play it out. So I. I think this is probably a level of power that I've never come close to experiencing, despite my connection to, uh, you know, kind of, you know, the collect this, the connection between a paladin and, and their god is probably um, a lot more indirect than this. <laughs> and so I see this. Uh, so I guess within the context of the of the ability. Um, that this is just a it's so strong it, you know it says the, the, the beginning of this thing says it's the presence of strong evil registers like a noxious odor and powerful good rings like heavenly music in your ear I imagine this is just a um, cavalcade of just light and pain and pleasure and everything all at once kind of spearing into me. Um, not in terms of, of you know, physical pain, but um, more of a, a spiritual and emotional shock. Mm -hmm. um, and I think you, you see me, um, I think you see me cry out, mm. grab my head and, and, you know, crumple to the ground against the wall kind of in the in the doorway you know hit the side uh, of the hallway and just slide to the ground holding my head and 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 keening I imagine I'm going to kobolds keen for their death yell Gwen as he does this and go and like trying to grab his shoulders be like is something evil in your head too so do you cross the room oh I forget that he's on the other side um <laughs> Check. <laughs> if you don't, I'm going to. Um. Yeah, I rolled a two on my intelligence check, so I'm going to do it. So you <laughs> cross the room. Uh, I'm assuming you skirt around the dais? Yeah, I wouldn't go like, up and through the heart. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, when you get uh, ten feet away from your door, it slides shut. 
Uh, and there is a another hand thing on the on the side close. You know, on there's hand things on both sides. Okay. Well, I'm still going to keep going towards mm-hmm. Gwen. All right. So you go over to Gwen and cradle him. Yeah. You hear me weeping softly. Idiot. What do you do? You also do something, or do you? Uh, I'm gonna stay back since I see Brindley go across to him. Uh, I'll just ask, is he all right? Um, just kind of as a reaction, as soon as I get there, I'm going to give him some, even though it, I know as me that he doesn't had, didn't lose any HP, but I'm going to give him a little bomb of the summer court. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean, do you have any things drawn from before? Any health drawn from before? Yeah, I have... Uh... Nine, I'm missing nine health, uh, HP. Okay. Um, I rolled eight, so you get that plus two temporary health oh. points. Okay. I'd be like, Gwen, are you okay? What's going on? And I kind of draw in a, a shuddering breath. And it, it's so powerful. Like, that is that the part powerful? of the. That is the heart of a god. I can't. I can't tell. It's. It just is. Huh. The heart of a okay, god. Back to what? All right, back to Diego. Uh, he says it's the heart of a god. It seems like your realm, kind of. Your two realms, but that makes me very disconcerting. Mm-hmm. I think it would be for the best if you all came over here and we closed the doors to this chamber. Okay. I kind of Sorry, go ahead. I help Gwen up. I will skirt around the room, keeping away from the dais. When you get 10 feet away from your door, it shuts. Okay. You all move over. And all uh, as as you all leave, the doors shut until finally uh, you all are in the mural room, and that door slides slowly shut. Does it still have the hands on there? Yep. Both, and you realize that both sides of the door have the hands on it. So, mm. uh, though you notice that hand. when it comes down, the blood from your hands is gone. I, th- I think I would have asked Brinley if she could take me the long way around. Sure. Why? Away from the heart. He doesn't want to go near the heart. He's afraid of it. Yeah, I don't want to get any closer to that thing than I have to. I'll do that with them. Yeah, that's easy enough from um, Mm -hmm. Gwen's door. Yeah, it's just a... Hmm. That's very unsettling. Yeah. Did um, I don't remember. Did Nithis tell us about the um, the message last time? The thing's name. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't think, think so. I don't think she said. I think she just said that there was a message. I don't know that she said the name. Yeah, but you can go into it now if you'd like. I feel like. They I feel like. There you go. You should have that ability now. So anybody can go into that secret room now? 
Um, no, 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 he's saying you can explain it now if you want to. Oh, I think. Get yeah. in. Okay. Well, I explain it to him. I, I would. I thought I had last time. And what was the thing called again at the end? Something, something Irax? is your responsibility now. Irax, K Y R A X. Not that you, not that you would have the spelling of it, but to make your note taking easier. Yeah. yeah, that's not how I spelled it at all. K Y R A X. Okay. Uh, does that name mean anything with my religion or history? Um, roll me uh, one for each. Can I also roll history? Yeah. Oh, wait, I don't have history. Never mind. I have religion. Can I also roll religion? Yes. Uh, 14 religion, 18 history. Never heard of it. I'm lower than that. 20 history? <laughs> You've never heard of it either. You have a negative one religion. <laughs> you are, so, aren't you? How do you have a negative one on religion? Aren't you a religion person? <laughs> Isn't that it's like he has a high wisdom or intelligence. He has charisma based. Yeah, it's an intelligence role, and and I'm. And to be there. fair, his his god is more about performing than about knowing a bunch of stuff. Anyway, <clears throat> I I remain startled. If it was a <laughs> if it was a a poetry role. Now that would be. If there, was a, if there was an epic poem about Kyrax, I think I might know, might accidentally know about it. <clears throat> All right. Well, well, I shall we try to get and capture an image of this thing on the wall, and we can see if we don't have cameras. <laughs> sketch it. Sketch it. Well, I mean, I want to. Let's just take notes on it. Like, with my anthropology background, what looks like the key symbols in this? Um, roll me intelligence okay. plus proficiency. Ah, uh, 21. Um, you see, uh, there's a, so, um, you see actually hitting in the artwork are various motifs of the, you know, of, you know, little hidden suns and moons representing Solari and Cilia. Um, you find there is this um, third symbol um, uh, and it appears to be related to the, um, to what you presume to be Kyrax. Uh, and uh, as you see it, you recognize it. Oh, dear. Um, it is on that mysterious book you found in the library. Oh dear! That you weren't able to read. I'll be like, um, Nithis, does this look at all familiar to you? And I'm going to point out the symbol. I will look at the symbol. It's nothing you've ever seen. I thought I showed her the book. You did. She didn't recognize it. Oh. Huh. And we don't know what language the book is in. You don't. This is from that that book I showed, the weird book that I found hidden in your secret ancestral library. Hmm. I wonder if Blair can read. Can I see it? I'm pretty sure it is. Pretty, pretty sure. Do you still have it with you? 
Yeah, she has it like in her her, her bag. Yeah, I grab it out of my bag and then I flip yeah. open to where that symbol is and I kind of like hold it up next to it and be like, see? Can anyone comprehend languages? I cannot. I, I cannot. Nope, I'm a Jewish. Can anyone you did... do that tomorrow? <laughs> no. Though you did have a good idea, Gwen. Blair, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, yes, Master Master Eighty Eight. Does he appear, or do I just hear? Do we just hear the voice? Um, he, uh, you hear the vo- actually. It, it, you, it's like two minutes later, and he floats through a wall. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, Master Eighty Eight. Uh, are you capable of reading the text in this book? And I will point to the book Brindley's holding. Oh, um, I'm afraid it doesn't look like anything at all to me, sir. Do you know anything about this mural painted on the wall? He um, looks, he says, uh, he says, uh, well, it, it is a mural that is part of the estate. Um, I find my memory of this, of these, this hallway and these rooms um, to be strangely devoid of anything. I, I do apologize. Hmm. Very strange. It is part of the estate. You would think I would know better. Um, Wait, so you don't like to see any of these paintings or anything? Or statues? Well, I, I can see them, but uh, I, I have no idea the significance of them. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I wonder if Blair has been instructed to forget things or block memories. Or he was just created after everything. Well, but he's he's had trouble remembering anything from before we reacted it. He doesn't remember anything at all, period. He was he remembers wrong. you guys, everything that's happened with you guys so far. Yeah. I wonder but if he, he's, he's capable of making new memories. He's just not capable of remembering anything from before the time you activated him. And he apparently has some intrinsic memories of the house because he was he was able to know that the painting was you know of of your ancestors. Yeah. I wonder if there might be a control in that room that we could turn his memory back on. Um. Well, perhaps this conversation would go better over a selection of freshly baked cookies and brownies. I think every conversation goes better over cookies and brownies. Well, fortunately, you, you, Master Gwen. Uh, for fortunately for you, for you, Master Gwen, I do actually have an assortment of freshly baked cookies and brownies in the estate, uh, along with some some cold milk. Um. So no one has comprehend languages, even as a ritual. No. Correct. The only person here who's eligible for it is you. Me? Mm-hmm. I can't do compre- sorcerer. It's a sorcerer spell. It's bard, sorcerer, warlock, or wizard. Mm-hmm. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had no idea. But it's a ritual spell, right? Mm-hmm. It can be. You have to know okay. it to do the ritual. Yeah. So, but I can get a scroll, and I don't mm-hmm. have to waste a spell slot in another level to get it. Okay, so I, I think we have to go find a scroll of comprehend languages and that way we can figure out what the fuck this language is Uh what it says 
Unless you guys would be okay just going ahead and killing it. I do not think killing it. I don't know if we could. We won't be able to kill it. Like when I thought I was like giant, we're giant thing, I was like, let's go for it. But then Gwen says it's like a god's heart. That sounds above our pay grade. (laughs) We've been able to kill everything else so far. It it almost ripped the soul out of my body. I could feel it. No, it didn't. Um, <laughs> also, um, exaggerate much. I will point out. Let me just point out that uh, there's a mural of two gods fighting this. Yeah. And the heart is still here. Yeah. It wouldn't be here if we weren't supposed to kill it. <laughs> That's a dangerous assumption to make in my D and D world. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is the most D and D attitude ever, though. It is, though. It is. <laughs> Oh. Hey, that's why when we first started playing, I thought we could take on an adult ring dragon. I'm like, why would it be here if we can't kill it? <laughs> I agree completely. All right. Uh, do you have, do you all make your way back to the estate, the freshly baked assortment of of treats? Yes. <laughs> yes, it's very alluring. Uh, where is? I have a page that's all the. Oh, it's this one. Okay. Yeet. There you go. Yeet. Yeet. <laughs> all right. Um, so uh, you all reconvene um, in the uh, dining hall. Um, and I've got three chicken wings to eat, which sounds like it should probably not translate well to good audio. So I'm going to eat my three chicken wings and I'm going to let you all discuss things in character for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> with little interaction from me. So I'm getting my mic. Y'all start. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Um, so when, I think we should leave tomorrow for, what was it, dearth? Dearth? Drift. Yeah. Drift. 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 Oh, sorry. We <laughs> that didn't last long. <laughs> I think that is um, a good idea. Do we yeah, know it's even still there? We do not. That's the thing that had me concerned when we were talking about doing it last time. But it is best to find out one way or the other. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, if that's the direction of a town, it could be that there's another town somewhere nearby. That's true. It's probably near like a river or something like that. Mm-hmm. Water source. <clears throat> At the very least, we could find out roughly where we are in the world, right? I think what? we know roughly, but we don't know. You know what country you're in, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're in we know what part of the country. Yeah, we don't know. Anything. We know here the only big forest. Oh, that's right. Huh. But yeah, I think. Yeah. Rift is a good idea. And we if. Could, sorry, go ahead. We could, we could do one last search of the library now that we know a word we're looking for and a uh, and that symbol. Yeah, I kind of want to get to the library too. I think as many research. My uh, items as we can. And if it turns out that no one in Drith is able to help us, we have another avenue to explore. The teleportation circle in the basement. Perhaps yeah. whoever is on the other side may know more. You could also ask friend Avi. I do not know if that is wise. Uh, I don't think... What if it's Avi's heart? I don't think that's what it is how do you know well i obviously i don't but also 
he doesn't want much to do with anything to do with this. He was just like, here's a present. And the last time I asked him about it, he was like, no, you do what you want, but don't involve me. He doesn't care beyond the fact that he gave it to me. That's what he said. <clears throat> I would Plus question whether or not this was a present. What if his brother's heart? What if it's his girlfriend's heart? What if it's his cousin's? It should really be anyone's. I, I don't 88, what did you say? I, do, I question whether this is a gift. I mean, it's the home of my ancestors. And with I it, think... you seem to have inherited the responsibility for a dead god. Well, shit happens, I think. I'd rather mm -hmm. know about it than not. <laughs> I wonder if you, like, talk to Avi and maybe, like, just vaguely talk about what happened, if he would show that he knew about it beforehand. Chris, sorry to interrupt your chicken wings. Didn't I talk to him about it and he basically told me to fuck off? Deal with my problems? Not the heart. Yeah. You, he said, uh, basically, he, you, you asked him some questions and he's like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't function at your beck and call. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that he didn't like say, don't ask me anything ever again. Okay. He just said, you know, don't expect me to jump when you tell me to. Yeah. So he may have okay. answers, they just won't be for free. Yeah. Which is also a problem. Um, and, well, let's... and really, the heart of a dead god in your family's ancient home is really kind of consistent for a gift from an ancient evil, right? I don't think he's evil. Uh, I mean, he's, he's kind of evil. Shadow. He's pretty huh? evil. We figured out he was evil when we met him. He's a power in the Shadowfell, right? Yeah, but... That's a place of evil. It's not, though, right? It's just the place where the dead go. Like, it's not actually inherently evil. A lot of evil things are there. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, I think it's evil. Yeah. Just there's, straight there's, up evil. There, it's it's like not, it's not that simple. It's, yeah. it's definitely the dark reflection of the, of the material plane. And a lot of evil things do live there. But there's also a lot of, like, shades of gray that lives there. Same with the Feywilds. It's kind of the light reflection of the material plane. But, but it's you not know, good. It's not all good, though, either, yeah. It's not filled with... I don't know. It seems to me like a, potentially a case of Solaria syndrome that you got going on there with your friend. Solariasm? Solaria syndrome. Like Stockholm syndrome. Except fantasy. <laughs> okay. I mean... Mm -hmm. It's the first S word I could think of. <laughs> okay, I was. <laughs> what does Solari have fuck to do with this? I thought um, it was a thinly veiled bar, but uh, Rangram joining up with Solari near the end of the last campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess there's nothing that can be hurt by us exhausting mundane means before we ask Avi. Yeah, let's it. let's not bother the ancient voice in my head unless we actually have no other option. Okay. You know, because it's ancient and probably a lot more powerful than I am. It's just so convenient. Uh, you say that, but it's not in your head. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> convenient and not like a tragedy. <laughs> Eat your wings, goddamn you. <laughs> I'll have you know I finished my wings, goddamn you. So. 88, what do you think? 
I would like you to be more specific with that question. <laughs> About the voice in her head and her increasingly positive feelings for it. <laughs> I do not trust it. And I do not believe that you should trust it, Nithis. I wouldn't say increasingly positive, but less actively combative? Is it because you That's <laughs> you. Is it because it gave you a cat? A cat? What? Your shadow cat that you can summon now. Oh, well, that's Ooh, probably cool. the that's cat. That's partly me, too. I'm actually motherfucking magical. Didn't you notice? <laughs> um, also, not only did I get a really badass cat, but I also got a home with apparently connection to my ancestors. And he told me it was, well, he, they told me it was actually freely given. So, I mean, he's not out to hurt me. Definitely hilarious and jump. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's great. So you all uh <sighs> excuse me. Planning on searching the library? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looking for mentions of Kyrex. library one more time and then go to Dirth. Drith? Drith. 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 All right. Um if you're if you're just kind of um, just like I scout- imagine we're gonna spend the the rest of the day looking through the library probably yeah I'm gonna look for books specifically on gods and demigods okay so if you're if you're trying to utilize like um, if you're trying to utilize like information about how the library is organized to find specific topics you can roll me. I think it'd be an investigation check. Uh, if you're just sort of tearing through the library. Um, uh, with and looking for anything that catches your interest, that I'd say is a perception check. Uh, and since you all are spending so long on it, um, I'll say roll with advantage. Um, and let me know the results. My brain natural up. twenty. What was the last oh. one? It doesn't even really matter. It was perception, perception. and what else? Uh, perception or investigation. So if you're trying to go about it like a logical using the the library's like organizational system it's an investigation if you're just looking for anything that's perception which was yours amanda yeah um that was just perception because i'm kind of like going from book like walking back and forth i picture myself walking back and forth from book to book being like does this have anything that seems like it would be interesting to me? And then picking up, flipping it through. If it doesn't, putting it back. Oh, Lord. So okay. if it's perception, it'd be a 27 in all. Mm-hmm. If you think that's more investigation, it'd be 22. Uh, perception's fine. Um, what about the rest of y'all? Uh, I got a 14 on investigation, so jack shit. Okay. 26 perception. Yeah. 19 Next. perception. We all did pretty well. Yeah. Am I yeah. just like the stupidest one here? No, no, no just, that's me. Everyone else rolled perception. You're the only one that investigated. Uh, well, it's plus two either way. So. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, so I'll start with you, uh, Nithis. You uh, find a map of Pericles uh, from the 1300s of the previous calendar. So it's about a thousand year old map. <laughs> nice. Uh, but of course, everything in here has not aged for that time frame. So, mm-hmm. uh, 
And so you see um, on the map where Drith is located. Um, and you also get the idea of uh, where other cities in the country are. So okay. um, if you, um, I didn't put the cities on the um, current map, but uh, so there is um, Drith, uh, which is uh, just on the edge of the forest. So um, uh, if you show it to Brindley, she can say that the forest in this map looks a little bit smaller than it is now. So uh, Drith is um, what used to be the western edge of the forest, um, but is probably now been consumed by forest. Uh, you see um, uh, Ben Felden in the upper left-hand corner, which you all know is uh, across the river from Crailson. You see the capital Tamar. Uh, uh, and then you see um, two cities that are kind of close to Drith. Um, you see uh, Palafor. Um, and uh, uh, Falaria. So. Okay, so these aren't on the map that you gave us. No, there's no cities on that map. Uh, I will try to give you at least a rough sketch of a map by next week. Okay. Huh. All right. Or at the very least, I can zoom in on the map I made and put, put cities on there for you. So, uh, but yeah, so that's some useful information that will be helpful for what you need. Mm -hmm. um, over on the perception side, um, uh, Brindley, you got the highest, right? 27 and 88, you got a 26. <clears throat> uh, you are over on the uh, eastern wall of the study. Um, uh, 88, you're just a couple steps behind her, coming from the other way. Uh, and uh, you notice a book, uh, Brindley, that looks out of place. Uh, and when you pull on it, uh, you hear a clicking sound. <laughs> There's a secret fucking I'm room. so excited. <laughs> Did, oh, I did think we I know where it is too. High enough the last time we were in here. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. Um, also, I'm really surprised that none of you, looking at the map, were like, "Hey, Notice, wait a minute, there's a there's a gap right here." I did like there was a gap, but I I I, I, I found this. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and you push the door open, and you find a large room with no windows. Um, uh, and uh, the walls appear to be lined with lead. Uh, and inside of it, there's just a large chest. This is an anti-magic room. It's an anti-magic room, right? Yeah. Uh, not magic, uh, but you can't scry through. Uh, oh, anti-scry yep. room. Okay. okay. Do you want to open the secret chest in your ancestral home? <laughs> Take a look at it. Does it have a ward on it or anything? Uh, roll me an investigate check. Would you like me to detect magic on it too? You can detect magic if you want. Um, fuck this dice. 11. Uh, you I'll don't detect ahead. any traps or wards. I'll go ahead and detect magic on the, in that room. See if there's anything coming off of the chest. 
there is um, the chest, nothing off the chest, but inside the chest, there's some magic. I will let everyone All know. Right. Well, let's do it this way. How about everybody stand at the door while I open it, just in case? All right, mm -hmm. and I'll open the chest. <laughs> I love that you all are having the person with the least hit points open the chest. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's a good call. <laughs> too late. <laughs> it's yeah, your no, house. Way too late now. <laughs> you I don't want your house. It opens things, so it makes sense. <laughs> you, uh, you flip open the latch, open the chest, uh, and thankfully are not incinerated by a trap or anything like that. Um, uh, however, when you open it up, you your breath kind of catches for a second as you see it is filled with um, gold and silver uh, and a couple of scrolls. Nice, we're rich! <laughs> I love it when we're rich. <laughs> I imagine we're like around the corner, like waiting for an explosion and we hear, nice, we're rich! <laughs> I mean... Yeah. What do the scrolls say? Uh, there are two scrolls of um, teleportation circle. Ooh! Oh, wow. Nice. Wait, it's teleportation circle. Is that a ritual? It can be. Mm -hmm. yep. But the scroll gets used when you use mm -hmm. correct spell from, oh, okay that's what it is and only wizards can have spell books correct unless you take the ritual caster feet right which i didn't do okay huh all right so we can teleport twice now and you can we can teleport back to your house right twice is that how that works Who's yes. That? Right. Yeah. Because you, you do have one teleportation circle memorized, and that's the one in your basement. <clears throat> well, aren't there two down there? No, there's just one, but there's also some sort of magic item that has. Uh... No, aren't there two teleportation circles? One on the wall and one on the floor? Oh, yes. There is one on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So the one on the floor is here, but we don't mm -hmm. know what the one on the wall is. Correct. Okay. Um, so two scrolls and just money. In money, yeah. Um, what is the money super old? Yes, it's all all uh, all from like the thirteen hundreds of the previous calendar system. Collector. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to absolutely crater the old currency market. Right, just like we have in the past. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's cool, but doesn't actually give us any new info, right? Anything else in the room? Uh, also, uh, I'll say that um, if you have Blair count it, uh, it, it comes out to the equivalent of 4,800 uh, gold pieces. Wow. Wow. Uh, but no, this just appears to be a hidden treasury. Um, you would guess that this is, uh, since this was the, uh, the, the seat mm. of the area, that this is probably taxes that were collected. So we get twelve hundred each, right? If you, it, it's up to you. It is your money. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody gets any money but me. Of course not. <laughs> Everyone gets twelve hundred gold. What a that bad way generous. to be a player. Good lord. 
would suck I, them. I agree, but there are definitely this is those your players family's out. money. It belongs to you. Yeah. yeah. You have no obligation to share it with us. That would that would be horrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think so. just like treat us to drinks every once in a while because you're rich. It's fine. <laughs> I'm in charge of all room boarding and food from now on. <laughs> Twelve hundred each. Okay. I put it in my notes so I don't forget to try to sell it for more. <laughs> or are we just going to say that that's not a thing? I, you could. It's up to you. If you want to try to fence it out, <laughs> we can role play it. We'll see. Fencing, but okay. I mean, I'd how like much is it overall again? Twelve forty-eight total. Forty-eight hundred total, but twelve hundred so each. Twelve hundred apiece. Yeah. Do we want to, as a group, just kind of say, collectively say, eh, okay. What are you talking about? Oh, he wants to know if y'all want to try to sell it for more because it's old. We don't even know where we're at. I mean, we could just shelve this idea until we actually find other people. I don't even know yeah. if it's a Gwen idea and more just a Sean idea. <laughs> well, I, I think it was, Sean. It came, up, it came up last time, but I just know I'm going to forget about it. <laughs> and that's a Sean thing is going to forget it. Oh, fuck me. All right. Well, um, what time of day is it? Uh, it's, it's, it's getting to be evening time. Um, did Matt, did, um, son of a fucking bitch. Blair. <clears throat> nope. Did 88 find anything else? Cause he rolled a 26. Uh, no, him and him and, uh, uh, he and, uh, uh, Brindley were about to find the same thing. So, okay, cool. There are plenty of books. Uh, so, how, how the library is going to work going forward um, is if there's a topic you're interested in researching, there's a chance that the, a book on that topic will be in here. Uh, so, you know, it's one of those things where if your character wants to spend some time learning something, uh, there's a good chance that there'll be a book in here that they can read about it. Uh, I, I have a feeling that Gwen with his 19 found uh, a very, very interesting books of, of rural folk dances that no one else would ever, would ever find interesting. Absolutely. But, I love it. That's canonical now. <laughs> you, you, you found rural folk dancing books that you are delighted by. Cool. And I'm so sorry. I know you said it already. What time of day is it? Evening. Oh, okay. So, I mean, let's rest up, eat some good food, and head out tomorrow morning. Sounds, Sounds good, good to me. <clears throat> that evening, as everyone is, is winding down, I will pull out the Heroes of New Haven book. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 38. Mummies. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah! Oh, did I wake you up? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, have a uh, I have a tiny baby who's mad. He just got woken up from a nap. Oh, baby. Oh, wow. Here he comes. <laughs> I'm going uh, before I start oh, before I start uh, that evening my sort of evening getting ready to sleep uh, routine. I'm going to uh, pull out the mirror that my mom gave me for my birthday mm -hmm. and contact her. 
Well, it was a, I thought it was a, we decided it was a pin that oh, you Oh, a wrote. pen? I thought you said it was a mirror. And you could see what each other were writing. Ah, oh, I thought you said it was a mirror. Sure. I'm going can, to write to my mom. It could be a mirror. I'm fine with that. Whichever you'd rather it be. I don't know. You know what? I, I fully a believer in seated control of the narrative in some ways <laughs> to the players. So I, I leave it to you. Is it a mirror? <laughs> Can you see each other, or is it just can you see each other's writing? Or I think we can see each other, but not really like where we are. All right, so you pull out a hand mirror, uh, uh, and you look into it, uh, and you hear uh, you see your dad picks up another mirror and he says, "Oh, hey there, uh, you looking for your mom?" Yeah, can I talk to mom? Yeah. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, one second. Hey, uh, Bradley's on the mirror. No, no, I'm not going to bring it upstairs. You you come down here. Yeah, can you just bring it up to her? <laughs> okay, pumpkin. Walks up the stairs. Thank you. Hands the hand mirror to your mom. If I bring it up there, you're going to leave it off the charger again, and we're going to no. have to. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, hey, Mama. All right, so. Uh, uh, so uh, you, your mom, your mom picks up and says, "Oh, hey, hun." Guess what? Oh, um, hmm. You got a you got a new horse. We actually got two new horses. Oh, ah, well, congratulations, on. Yeah. Oh, oh. Speaking of, has the Doodle been returned to you yet? Have they been found? Um. Gosh, how long has it been since you sent them looking for Not that? A whole lot, like four days. Um. Oh, it's been, so it's actually, it's been over a week. Uh, okay. She says, uh, yes, actually, they're in the stables right now. Oh, thank goodness. She says, so uh, uh, she says, your father wants to know what Caitlin is eating, because that looks delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Cream. Uh, it does look delicious. Yeah. Uh, she says, uh, your father wants to know when you're coming to get him. Um, so on that are you, note, are you still in Windhaven? No, um, we were being transported back to where we were. Um, but then the evil entity that lives in this head kind it's of probably not evil or mantled us, and now we're in Paraclase. But she uh, says, so Could you hold a sticker needle for a little while longer? You, you, your, your dad sort of butts into the frame, he says. There's an evil entity that lives in Nithis's head. Well, I'm pretty sure it's evil. She says it's not, but I think that's really just the case. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious intro. Uh, and your mom kind of shoulder checks him back out of the frame. She says, what's important is, is you're safe? Yeah, we're in this like really, really nice house that apparently is Nithis's now because she's the descendants of the people who lived here. Oh. There were some like weird evil things when we first got here, but we took care of them very easy. Well, that's good. Uh, she says, <laughs> look at look at you out there uh, fighting and and kicking butt. Oh, this is my room and I like to kind of show her around my room. You're, you're, you hear your dad say, she's got a bigger room than we do. 
Yeah, well, he, that's he, assuming we'll be able to get back here at some point. Um, her dad says, "Hey, her dad says, uh, hey, Brindley, put point the mirror at the floor." I point the mirror at the floor. Oh, that's a fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, fine. Uh, floor flooring there. Uh, Where's the best flooring in this house? <laughs> uh, Is it like the main hall? The ballroom. The ballroom. Yeah. I'll be at. Wait, let's try it. And I kind of rush out and we're rush downstairs into the ballroom. And I'm like, check this out. Holy moly. Isn't that is some that is some fine looking fine looking wood. Uh you have your own ballroom, huh? Blair, what kind of wood is this? Uh well the uh sorry um Miss uh, Brindley. Uh the uh the uh the inner wood is ash, uh the outer wood is oak. So it's ash and oak, according to Blair Daddy. Oh well, oh well, uh, yes. Well, quite expertly stained as well. And your mom, your mom's just like Arthur. We are not going to spend our entire mirror call with Brindley talking about the wood of the house they're squatting in. <laughs> squatting in it. <laughs> it belongs to Memphis. Blair, Blair, tell my mom that this house belongs to Memphis. Uh, Blair floats into the mirror. It, uh, Blair says, "Oh, uh, yes, um, Master Nithis is the rightful owner of this estate." Uh, and and uh, Miss Brindley is um, an honored guest. Mom, can you, I'm happy that you found your own place. I'm happy that you've got your own room that's nicer than ours. I, not trying to, <laughs> not trying to shame you or your friends, honey. I just want to. I, I would never be a swatter. That just seems mean. She says. <laughs> so it has a ballroom. You have a very large room with your own private bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's Nithis, but uh, 88 doesn't because 88 doesn't need a bathroom and Gwen doesn't because we called it first. <laughs> Glad to see that the... Gwen tradi- doesn't take baths, right? He doesn't. He took his first bath ever, ever after moving in here. And he technically has his own bathroom anyways. It's so. yeah. not attached. She says, well, it sounds like everything is, is going well. Um, she says, um, and, and where is this at again? Um, in Paraclase, next to the something forest that's in my notes. What's going on there, Chris? Nothing. Oh, okay. I, I forgot the to put the, ba- again, the bathroom it. is missing from Brindley's room. Uh, the uh, the haunted woods. <laughs> oh yes, the haunted woods. I haunted woods. Wait, you're staying in the haunted woods? No, adjacent to it. No, no, you're in this. This is in the woods. I know, I'm lying to you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> roll me, roll me a deception check. <laughs> it's got to be a different subcategory for like. White lies to white lies to your mother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with advantage because uh, denial is a hell of a. <laughs> it's it's momception. Momception. It's a Christopher, uh, Christopher Nolan plus film. Four, so twenty-one. Uh, she says, "Okay, well, just as long as you're, you know, you're safe." Mommy, I got a cleric and a paladin with me. Like, it's fine. Ghosts are nothing. If they can hear me, I let out a little bit of a sob in the other room. (laughs) Still coming to terms with the heart of a god. (laughs) 
All right. She says, well, um, so when you, you did, you dodged the question though. When are you, when are you coming back for the horses? We have to figure out a way to, um, but until then you can go into my, my bank account and buy them food and stuff. They really like snacks. She says, like oak well, cookies. they love oat cookies. She says, we, we can, we can afford to feed them. Yeah, but they're mine. So like, I've got to be responsible. <laughs> when, when we got them, you said you were going to take care of them and what happened? <laughs> That's what you said about waffles. Okay. She says, um, she says, what's the uh, most interesting thing that's happened since the last time we saw you? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> look at that look on her face. I'm trying to decide. <laughs> um, we got Nithis off of a murder charge. Oh, oh, she was acquitted. Congratulations. Uh, yes. Give her... Get, um, Yes, taller. I said congratulations. Uh, good job on beating the rap. I will. It was. Oh my gosh! And so I tell them about all the whole thing, including uh, that one guy being resurrected and brought in for as a uh, as a witness. People that are brought back from the dead should not be allowed to speak at trials. I know. Also, people shouldn't be brought back from the dead. It's not right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, most of the time. Maybe if it's been like just a little bit of time, you can like pop it back up. All right. Well, uh, it is. Uh, it's so wonderful hearing from you, Brindley. Uh, it is. It is past um, me and your dad's bedtime, so we're gonna we're gonna turn in for the night. It's good hearing from you. Do do check in more often. Uh, I will. Um, and um, I want to talk to you about something without dad there later on. Oh, uh, we can talk about it now, Arthur. We need to talk about girls. Oh, no, no, later yeah. on, later on, because it's bedtime here too. Okay. Well. Um, uh, okay. Well, uh, next time, next time we talk, you can tell me. Okay. Bye. Hang right. She hangs up the mirror. <laughs> I just hang up a mirror. I just flip it over. <laughs> <laughs> I get all flip phone. You, you just it's 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 like a hand mirror, so you just turn it over and set it down. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> As you're as you're walking from the ballroom back to the stairs, uh, I guess you pass through the parlor, and eighty-eight is sitting there. Were you talking to your parents, Brindley? Yeah, my mom gave me this cool mirror thing to talk with her for my birthday. That is quite uh, wonderful to have that means of communication. Did you ask them if they know anything about the disembodied heart of a dead god? <laughs> I didn't. It's not really their forte. Fair point. I thought maybe it would just concern them too. It crossed my mind for a brief second to bring it up. Uh, they asked me what the most interesting thing I've seen since I talked to them last was. <laughs> what did the you most say? interesting thing to happen? Um, well, I just told them about, you know, Nithis getting off of her murder rap. I see. Really stands. Idiot goes back to reading his book. Which book are you reading? This book is called Carvings from the Free Cities. It deals in wood carving techniques from the southern continent. What's your favorite wood carving technique? I will flip to a page and show her my favorite wood carving technique. Oh, that's so pretty. 
<clears throat> Would you like me to make something for you? Um, actually, I was wondering, and I pull out this uh, old bow I have. Could you like make pretty designs on this? Absolutely. It's just a regular bow. Is it a short bow or a long bow? A long bow. Absolutely. So great. Thank you so much. Is there any type of motif you would like? Like a C motif. Very well. Cool. You're the best, lady. Have a good night. You too. If anything weird happens, just yell really loud. I will remember to do that. Sounds <laughs> good. Night night. Then I go upstairs. Um, I would like to uh, try to contact my father. Okay. Uh, it, it's something you uh, meditate and you reach out uh, and you find yourself uh, uh, in uh, in uh, your your family's sort of um, living room. Uh, you are watching your father read a book, uh, and he looks up and says, "Oh, uh, hello." Uh, he says, "I was." Expecting, expecting this. Uh, he puts his book down. He says, "After uh, what happened earlier today." Oh, what happened earlier today? Uh, when you get that psychic message, your father and sister were dragged in there with you. Which Remember? psychic message? The one in the room. The one that you get. The one you got from your ancestor about. Oh, right, 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 right. I totally forgot about that. Um, so it's my been dad a few weeks. That's why. There? That's why I reminded you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Um, so do you know what Kyrex is or who? He shakes his head. He says, I have never heard that name in my life. He says, though, I have spent, he said, he holds up his book. Uh, he says, I've spent almost all evening looking through old books, uh, family heirlooms and the like to see if I can find any mention of it. Have I talked to him at all about this place yet? Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, so he says, he says, he says, so who was that? Uh, he says, one of our descendants, it looked by the looks of it. Ancestors? Or ascendants. Or Ascendant. Ancestors. Yeah. Well, I tell him about the manor and how it's got, it's obviously related to our family. He says, oh, fascinating. He says, um, I've, I've read somewhere, he says, that uh, our family used to live uh, up in that area long I mean, this was literally like a thousand years ago, but yeah, um, everything was in stasis, and most of everything is, that we found dated is like thirteen hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so we, after we saw that message, we found a six foot by four foot heart. Come again? Yep, you heard me. Six feet by four feet, and literally as tall as I am. And it was a beating heart. And Gwen did something magical, and he thinks it's a god. This is related to the Kyrex? Yeah. Not really sure what to do at this point. Um, What did you do with the six foot tall beating heart that Bravely you found. ran away. 
smartly ran away you mean uh, <laughs> um and it is secure yeah I mean, what? nobody else is going to find this place. <clears throat> hey, Blair. Y yes, Master Nithis. What happens if somebody other than me tries to access this house? Well, I would, I would, I would alert you. Uh, if they're unwanted, uh, well, I would, I'd put up a good fight. Hmm. So we'll work on that. Okay. All right. So you don't know who Kyrex is. You're saying this to your dad. Mm -hmm. uh, he says, never heard of it. Hmm. Though I'm guessing it's probably the creature that that heart belonged to, based on what you've told me. Yeah, and based on that message, we should be trying to kill it. Right. He says, uh, he says, is that, um, he says, that's not, he says, he says, uh, that's not what I heard when I received that psychic message that you received. All right. You have to remind me of the message again. Apparently I didn't remember uh, it correctly. Uh, so the greatest hits of it are, uh, if you're listening to this, you're a descendant of Nith. If you've returned here, the entropic seals have been breached, which you know to be the ones that you were around the house. Uh, optimistic, if you're listening to this, they have not filled completely in your charge. Uh, let's see, if you made it this far, the druid is dead, which you guys did kill the druid. Uh, there was also a brute that was entropically sharded between the stables and carriage, but apparently that had something had broken that entropic seal before you got there and it is gone. Uh, and uh, and um, uh, one of the creatures has breached the Hall of Gods, of the gods, uh, which you know to be that hallway before the mural room that had the four god statues in it. Um, uh, they uh, see the 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 person uh, your ancestor said that they sealed the Hall of Gods, which you broke that seal, so you know that that was there. Um, and then that Kyrex is your responsibility now. And that she hopes you do better than she did. So you think maybe we're supposed to protect it? Um, he says, uh, that would be my interpretation. He says, um, the fact that the, the fact that our ancestor didn't kill it herself, considering that she's clearly more powerful than either you or I, uh, mm. speaks to that. He says, Instead of uh, instead of destroying the temple, she put it uh, she put it in stasis. Hmm. It seems like a sorcerer of her of her strength should have just been able to bring it down. Huh. Have you ever heard of these entropic shields before? He says, "I I have not." He says, "But." Uh, me and your sister are both researching it. Okay. Yeah, there's a really old library here, but it's really hit or <coughs> He says, uh, depending on what I roll. <laughs> he 
He says, have you found anything in there of interest or? Um, oh, there's a book with a symbol that matches the heart, right? Oh, he says, that, well, that would be, that would be something. Yeah. What's, what's in it? To, we don't know. Nobody knows how to comp comprehend languages. So we got to figure that out. Mm. Okay. Well, if you find anything, let me know, I guess. He says, of course. Um, he says, uh, yes, I will, I will let you know. Um, he says, in the meantime, uh, don't do anything rash. Probably won't. <laughs> ever, ever reassuring, my darling daughter. Ever reassuring. <laughs> Nope. All right. Well, um, um, all all your friends okay? Yeah. Mm hmm And you're in you're in Pericles. Yeah, we don't know exactly where we're next to, or we're in. Well, the you know, you do know exactly where now because you have a map. You found mm -hmm. that map, so you know exactly where. Where are we? In the middle of the haunted woods? Uh, you're kind of near the western edge of the of the haunted woods, yeah. The western edge of the haunted woods. So it sounds charming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. Um. Okay. Uh, he says, um, all right, well, uh, your mother mother sends her regards, um, as does your brother. Um, and uh, should we hold Windhaven accountable for your teleportation, not sending you back to where? No. Okay, well, if that changes, let me know. Because they should have sent you back to where they took you from. But that's what found right. Huh? What's that? Said, Fuck that book, Bloodhound Drag. I'm in trouble. <laughs> um, did I, I? I didn't let my family know about Avi, right? Uh, oh. uh, no, you guys had, he definitely had a conversation with your dad. I, if you were like, out, he you like, my talked to all three of you. Yeah. Uh, gosh, I don't remember, but probably. <laughs> You probably yeah, there's a whole big thing. Did you say? Um, I don't recall. I would have to go back and listen off the top of my head. But I I, I, I believe you did mention it to your to your family. Okay. No, Avi talked to them. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. On the ducks. While we were getting drunk with her mom. In the in the three days after you were acquitted, like you and your dad and your sister went off and did a thing, and Avi talked to them through you i hit my brain it's okay um <laughs> he says uh well um well i'll let him know that it was avi hmm. then that directed us here he says be careful around that one i do not trust him it said the house was a gift mm -hmm. he says uh he says and even gifts he says can uh, come with hidden catches 
he says, but, um, but I will remain uncharacteristically optimistic that the ancient voice in your head has returned our family home to us, uh, mm -hmm. that we weren't aware that we were missing, uh, and that uh, it'll be a good thing. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be terribly bad. Okay. Well, have a good night. You too. Take care. Anybody else want to uh, magically connect to their family and chat with them? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> all right. Um, You've got to make use of all your resources. Yeah. yeah. We don't have Cobalt Zoom. <laughs> I have items. We don't use them. <laughs> but you come on do have an app called scrabble s-k-s-c-r-a-b-b-l <laughs> where they can you know like write messages back and forth to each other all right uh uh and that was a really nerdy joke and really bad and i apologize for it. <laughs> i was laughing but i was on mute um 88. That's me. Where do you where do you spend the, your evening? In the parlor. I'll I'll read through more of my uh, carving book and then power down doing my centuries rest mode, just sitting there on the sofa. Mm -hmm. um, as you're reading your book, uh, Blair comes in. Uh, he's got like an apron on and a feather duster, and he's dusting all the various knickknacks. Um, uh, and Blair puts down the feather duster for a second and says, um, um, uh, Sir 88. Yes. I hope, I hope, uh, might, might I indulge you for a quick conversation? Of course. I'll put my book down. Um, I hope this isn't too forward. I, I do apologize if it is. Um, I have been, I have found myself pondering as I've been attending to the house tours. Um, as you know, I am, I, I was created to serve the house and have no real desires or functionality beyond that. But I was wondering how, how to put this. You also are constructed, but you seem to have free will. That is correct. How? It is simply part of how I was made. He, he thinks about that for a sec. He says, this is... He says, I'm unable to conceive of, of such a thing. I'll be honest, the thought has been intruding in my head as I've been cleaning today. Is that something that you think you could do for me? Do what exactly? Modify my programming to give me free will. Possibly, though I do not understand the nature of your magical construction. Hmm. Well, no, no bother. Um, just, just uh, I thought I had as I was um, dusting the great hall. <clears throat> if I may make a suggestion. Oh, please, yes. Do you ever find yourself with spare time? 
Oh yes, yes. I but I use that time to uh, bake food or straighten up things or or roam the grounds looking for things to do. I would suggest spending some time in the library. Oh, is it dusty? I can I can work on that. I mean, peruse the selection, read some books, even choosing at random. See if there's anything within them that sparks an interest. Is that a is that a request from you, sir? Yes, Blair. That is a request. I will attend to it as best I can, sir. Thank you. Very good. If you do find a topic that interests you, please come back and tell me. As Master wishes. And he continues his dusting. Can I just tell you guys how mad I am at myself that I missed the chance to name Blair Jarvis? Recon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Rick. I don't. I don't need those lawyers calling me up about my. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> nobody gonna lawyer us. Our Disney automated IP scanner found your podcast and noted that <laughs> you have named an assist, a digital assistant Jarvis. Cease and desist now, <laughs> or the mouse will find you. He's speaking to the lawyer AI. <laughs> All right. Um, all right, uh, you'll have a restful evening's rest. Uh, it is now the 10th of Sylvian. It is a King's Day. Fantasy Wednesday. Fantasy Wednesday. 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 As, as I was listening to that, did we, f was there any possibility of finding any tracks of what the brute was <clears throat> or any sign of what the brute was? Or because the entropic ward was gone for so long, there was no chance. It's happily left. Um, the coins that you found there in the coin purse were dated 720 AG. Uh, it is now 780 AG. You didn't find any coins newer than that. So there's a good chance that it's been 60 years. Okay. And 60 years with no ward, so... Yeah, uh, which is why you notice that those those buildings are worse for wear, where everything else here is well preserved. So, okay. Well, then never mind. Hmm. Shall we drift? <clears throat> I wonder if they've retained any of the old folk dances. Uh, <laughs> I, look to, I look forward to learning about it when I go there. Um, you all awaken to a smaller breakfast than normal, per Nithis's preference of being put off by the extra large breakfast that Blair had made. So there is a more focused breakfast that has less waste. Chris, right. can you re remind me of something? Yes, I can try. Uh, under the temple, were there like proper crypts or was it just the maze? No, they're, they're going down. Um, uh, there, there were proper, proper crypts. Okay. Or, or, I, I, or niches with bones in them, rather. Gotcha. I would like to gather the 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 bones of whoever that was mm -hmm. and lay them to rest down there. Wonderful. Okay, great. And, and we should also probably take a moment to close all of those doors, <laughs> just in case. Reset in case the puzzles. Yeah. Can I set an entropic ward? Um. You have not figured out how to do that yet. 
Okay. When we get back, I'm going to start researching that. Mm -hmm. Um, after I do my morning routine, I'm going to uh, work with my um, glamour studded leather to mm -hmm. kind of make it appear like there's um, um, sort of like a coral reef going up into like a high collar Ooh. and also gauntlets and uh, leg shields. Nice. Very aquatically themed. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm human. <laughs> um, as you come down the stairs in your new glamoured armor uh, Blair says oh um, Master Brindley what you look fabulous today I, I love your thank new you. look thank you so much I love it too I mean obviously it's just a glamour because it was real coral it's like really brittle and it would not be very good armor but I like the aesthetic he says um he says, oh, uh, he says, um, I would not have guessed that about coral. He says, that is quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, you can like, just touch it and destroy it by accident. That's why we need to be friendlier to our oceans. So it's good to know. Mm -hmm. um, he says, uh, well, um, uh, he says, is there any, any um, uh, he says, uh, I apologize that we are, since I'm so new to your routines, um, uh, would you prefer uh, during the day that I go up and make your beds, clean your rooms, um, or would you prefer I stay out of your rooms completely? I just want to make sure I'm not infringing on any boundaries. I mean, I'm not offended if you go into the room, but like, you don't need, you don't need to clean up after us all the time. Like, I'm pretty neat at least. What would be your preference for your room? I, I'd like you to do whatever makes you happy. Um, serving the house makes me happy, Master Brindley. Fulfilling your needs and preferences is my only goal in life. Um, maybe like I like dusting. <laughs> he, he nods. He says, I, that can be arranged. Okay. This is like the most least intrusive thing I can think of. <laughs> um, also, Brindley seems like the type that makes her bed every morning. <laughs> yeah, she definitely does. Doesn't um, morning routine, and then everything's perfectly cleaned and put away. Not much to do in there. Master, when would be your preference? Happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, I guess just a just a light tidy as well. I just imagine I, I I either sleep on the floor or curled up on top of the covers, so you know. So I don't right. really know how to use a bed. <laughs> uh, and you and you, Master Nithis? I don't I don't mind if you go in there. Clean as you'd like. How would you like it cleaned? Would you like your bed made? Sure. It doesn't have to be though. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for. Thank you for all of that. Um, is there anything else you need me for? Just let me, give me a, a holler. I will be around. Thank you, Blair. You know, yeah. All right. Are we drift bound? Dirt? Drift. D R I T H. Um, fun out of game fact one of you uh, or two of you have been to drift before. Uh, in a one shot. I think I remember it. Yeah. Is that um, the one? Ugh. Is Audrey and Neil? 
and the vampire. Know, yeah. 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 A very vague recollection of this. Very okay. Vague. I, re- <clears throat> I recognize the name and I'm like, it's Red. I've heard of that before. Um, I think it maybe came up once. Uh, you never went there in the first campaign, but um, when you're looking for the dragon slayers, Sir Casper of Ben Felden, and then his um, former sidekick, his former sidekick was from was from Drith, but uh, okay. All right. Um, so you all are heading to Drith. Are we walking or are we taking the carriage, the wagon? How far away is it? Uh, you get the idea that um, by horseback it should be less than an hour. And then if we I'll ride Winchester in any case. And if you walk less than half a day. Okay. Well, I guess we'll take the the wagon. Mm-hmm. The other thing to think about too is if you need to bring things back. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Let's take the wagon then. Yep. I'll go and get Cobbler uh, and Custer ready. We could load up the Godheart and bring it to Drift with us. Yeah, little road trip. Hey, everybody, come look at the Godheart. You could book it with a stick for a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you all um, uh, get the carriage <laughs> ready up. <laughs> Get your 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 familiar spots, your your pillows put in just right the way you like them. Uh, and I with ask Winchester if he wants to ride or Winchester will ride in the in the carriage. Uh, <laughs> your dog with his halo. Um, Not uh, and then uh, with uh, Nithis driving the carriage per usual, uh, you all head and what your best idea for where Drith is. Um, roll me a survival check, Nithis. With advantage, because you have, you've seen a couple of maps now. Survival. Oh, I have survival. Well, that sucked. And it was the same thing twice. Fourteen. Fourteen's good enough. Uh, after uh, about an hour, so you you head off down the. Um, there is like the vague remains of a, a driveway. Um, uh, you you follow down that. Uh, um, as you oh did you guys never did explore the carriage house did you apparently we just did I with thought our we, wagon. I don't know I don't, know. I don't think, I don't think I you ever actually ex- you did a smithy in the stables you actually never went in the carriage house yeah. <laughs> I may not have realized it existed no. um, in the carriage house is a very nice carriage um, uh, but it is in need of some repair work so uh, but you it's something that you can fix up if you would like uh, yeah. it's so cool. What color is it? Uh, Nithis, what color is it? Teal. It's a teal teal carriage. Uh, the, the the paint's like flaking off, and the uh, the seats are like moldering. Uh, but like the because it's been sitting in sheltered, but it's been sitting for sixty years. Uh, mm-hmm. But the like the wheels are in good shape, and the uh, and the, the it's got good as they would say, it's got good bones. <laughs> Um, cool. Uh, so, but anyway, so you uh, take your uh, cart, though uh, you take your cart that you're riding in uh, down the driveway into the woods, um, and uh, 
you actually get the idea like as you're as you're driving this um Nithis, you get the idea that even though it's long since gone there does appear to be you can tell just by the way that how like how small like there does appear to be a path that used to be here where there's like fewer trees that have grown mm -hmm. um and so you're able to follow that pretty handily uh Matthew, I love that your virtual background changes as we <laughs> go through different parts of the adventure. Uh, and you follow it. Uh, and after about an hour, you you see, you hear the um, sounds of people ahead. Uh, and you come out of the woods into this small town. Uh, at the center of the town is a large chapel with a, uh, with a large uh steeple uh in the front of it uh it's got stained glass coming up the front of it um you see uh there's kind of a square around it uh with uh shops and buildings that line the square uh and then um uh uh small buildings kind of packed near the square um you also notice uh a lot of um, you know, like there's people like working, like there's lumberjacks working uh, trees in the woods, uh, but you also notice uh, frequent uh, like patrols of guards around the city uh, looking on the lookout for any sort of wild critters uh, that could come out of the woods. Uh, and when you emerge from the woods, um, one small group of these guards kind of puts their hands up to you. And a sign of greeting, uh, and then and then waves you over to them. As we head over to them, I go, "Oh, thank goodness! I thought this was going to be a ghost town. I was pretty sure." Um, uh, and you, as you get over, the uh, guard says, uh, "Hey, uh, where are you all coming from? Uh, don't get a lot of visitors come from down that way." Knock on wood that this isn't going to cause a problem. Uh, we're from the manor, Dusk Manor. <laughs> oh, 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 that's it. Shake the other one, see what falls out. Uh, no, but really, where are you all from? <laughs> really, it was a teleportation accident. We came from <clears throat> there was a manor. Uh, one of the other guards says, uh, "You, uh, you went to the haunted manor and survived." Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't really go in. We were just near it. Okay. Wow. Uh, well, glad you made it out. Uh, yeah, we're adventurers. Oh, okay. Uh, where are you from? You said teleportation accident. So, uh, where are you coming from? Uh, Carthal and Pericles are not at war right now, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, Carthal. Uh, one of them says, Carthal. What? Well, I, I was going to ask you what you're doing here in, in Peric and uh, Drift, but you just said teleportation accident. So that kind of answers my question before I asked it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we so, actually kind of don't know where we're at at all. We oh, have a little bit of an idea. Well, this is the lovely village of Drift. Uh, it is the finest and only village in these woods. Uh, he says, I hate to, spook, hate to spook you, but you all are in the haunted woods. There's no. foul things in those woods. What makes it haunted? <laughs> they, both, they, both, they both just kind of guffaw and look at each other. Well, all the things in it don't, I mean, there's ghosts and beasts and 
all sorts of strange things come out of those woods. What is the scariest thing you ever see come out of those woods? I saw a full-fledged coven of vampires come out of those woods about 10 years back. Oh, shit. Uh, he says, uh, we never were able to track down their master, but uh, yeah, there was like a full full uh, baker's dozen of those uh, vampire spawns came here to feast on our blood and whatnot. Uh, wow. He says, uh, luckily for us, uh, we come armed pretty well here, Drith. You have to be to survive these woods. Well, yeah, with all the And he kind of gestures to his sword, and you see that his sword is silvered. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, and then he kind of gestures to his other side, and you see there's literally stakes there. Stakes? <laughs> For, like, vampires? T-A-K-E-S. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got slams of meat. These are for the werewolves. We throw them out, so they just sort of, they, you know, they take one and run away. my lunch. He says, uh... He says, that said, though, most uh, most of those beasts do stay away from Drift because they know it's a one-way one ticket to a death sentence. Wow. Good on you guys. So where's the closest city, then? He points to Drift. No, no, no. City. Like, he says, Drift is a fine city. He says, this is a wonderful city. It is. It's a very nice city. It's very nice. Where's the closest metropolitan area? Oh, you're talking about the big city. Yeah. <laughs> I like the I'm surprised he didn't ask for the definition of the word metropolitan. Yeah. <laughs> where's the where's the nearest city? Right here? No, where's the nearest synonym for city? Oh. <laughs> I love it. That's to be great. fair, this is the biggest town he's ever seen. This is the this is a huge city to him. Um, let me my map again. Uh, he says, well, uh, he says, um, Falaria, he says, probably the closest city. He says, it's, uh, he says, it's due west of here. He says, halfway between Tamar and Palafor. He says, now, Tamar, of course, is the capital, so I imagine it's probably a bit bigger than Drith. That's the one with the floating city? Yeah, or the floating bridge, yeah. The floating bridge? Mm-hmm. Good, good memory, Amanda. How far away is it? Do you know? Uh, I do know. Give me just a moment to tell you. Uh, he says, Falaria is about a two-day two day ride uh, by horseback. Uh, he says, there's nothing between here and there uh, anymore. He says, since the war, a lot of the smaller... The, the hamlets, if you will. He says a lot of them have dried up. Uh, he says, uh, and then from Falaria, it's a it's about a three-day ride to Tamar or a two-day ride to Palafor. Uh, he says, I don't know what you'd want to go to Palafor for. He says, uh, it's up there in the foothills of the Telvian Mountains and ain't nothing good up there. Okay. He says, unless you're a miner. Not minors. So I thought so. Yes, you looked I older than minor. 18. Oh, no. What? He, he, was, he says with a wink. Oh, I'm, I'm not sharp enough for these jokes tonight. Okay. <laughs> you're, not, you're not sharp enough for this guy's small town humor. <laughs> Brindley fits right in. <laughs> he says, so uh, if you all... Had my dad's jokes. 
He says, if you all had a teleport accident, though, you could, um, God, I've, his accident had slipped into something it was not intended to be. Uh, <laughs> try to get back onto the right one. So, uh, yeah, if you need supplies, you can, you can get them here. He says, uh, we, we make a fine ale here, if you've ever had Drith Ale. Um, he says, uh, he says, uh, local chapel has services. He says, uh, every day around sundown. So whatever. Chapel is like a general chapel or what is it? Do I see any symbols of any specific gods on it? You sure do. And I will tell you that in half a shake of a lamb's tail as soon as I get my notes pulled up. Chris, you should have been a little better prepared since you kind of figured they were going here. <laughs> um, Distracted by chocolate chip cookies and chicken wings. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, yeah. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, he says that is a, uh, he says that is a chapel to uh, uh, Iona, of course, the oppressor's bane. Is that? Uh, she is the uh, she is the Loxidan god of ad justice, agriculture, and war. Hmm. Her holy symbol is the is, are three straws of wheat, each ending in an arrowhead. Her followers believe in the concept of reaping what you sow. They believe in the social contract. If everyone works together, no one should get left behind. People pray to her for good harvests and for liberation when under the thumb of tyranny and for the health of sick loved ones. That'd be pretty familiar to me being from uh, Eastel. Mm -hmm. um, he says, and of course, if you uh, worship any other deity, he says, uh, he says, I think there is a, a little temple in the back of the, of the chapel that you can pray to the God of your choosing. Is there a library in town? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, there is. Um, Oh yeah. That's, that's, oh, yeah, that's what I'm trying to go for, and then I keep slipping in the hick. I try, I'm trying to go for, I'm trying to go for Milwaukee, but I keep going, slipping back in the hick. It's, oh, yeah, it's right, it's right there behind the hockey rink. Yeah, we've got no. ten whole books. Uh, we we do have a small library. Yeah, uh, it's uh, he says it's it's uh, it's in the same building as the constabulary. Uh, he says uh, constabulary on the right side, books on the left side. Yeah. Is it open to anyone? Uh, well, I think they, uh, I think they, there is, if you're, if you don't live here, I think there is a small fee to use it, but uh, I, I don't think you should find any trouble with that. I, I think it's a copper piece a day. Oh, okay. Well, that's doable. It's reasonable. Cool. Um, and of course you got the supply store. He says, uh, anything you need, any provisions. Uh, hmm. There are any any reviews of local inns? Any place you particularly like? Is there more than one inn? <laughs> Why would we need an inn? Because he wants to play. Uh, oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Got to keep the instrument sharp. Um, my, uh, huh. Your inn generator went down? It's generating everything but the name, which is the only part I need from it. <laughs> um, I can't tell you the name, but I can tell you it's 60 by 60 with it. I can tell you it's on Scroll Alley near the town wall, but no. 
That's weird. Um, he says, uh, he says, oh yeah, the Brewers Hall. He says it's the only one you need. He says that's the only one we got. So right. he says we'll be honest, we don't get too many people coming here from out of town unless they're here for lumber or for some of our famous drift ale. Mm. Fair enough. We just basically showed up in Milwaukee. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> I love thinking nicely about the Midwest from very far away. <laughs> <laughs> in fantasy Milwaukee. Fantasy um, Milwaukee. Thank you for your help. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, just be careful out there in the woods. Um, he says, you know, there is a road through the woods that goes back to uh, uh, back to Falaria, but uh, you know, it's not as well patrolled as it used to be. So, uh, you know, go use it at your own risk. But you said you're adventurous, so I'm sure that you'll you'll find your way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's nice meeting you. You know. As they're walking away, you hear one of them say, oh, I can't believe they almost went to the haunted manor. They would have surely died. <laughs> Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? <sighs> so shall we head to the inn? Or, well, this is only an hour away from your house. So. Yeah. That's why I was like, oh, are we going to stay here? We're not in our own private room. I do want to go to the library and see if there's anything about the local lordship, I guess, from the past. I'll go to the library and continue my search for deities or demi-deities that might be related to the region. Like modern? Modern? Um, No, like the Tyrax era. Because <laughs> I'm looking for Tyrax. Okay, I just want to clarify. Uh, okay, so you two are going to the library. Uh, what about the other two? I have a question. Yes. In my backstory period, mm-hmm. traveling through Pericles as part of uh, an escort for Delto Darbin's exotic te- uh, textile imports, mm-hmm. uh, why would we have passed through Valaria? Valaria, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, In fact, so, almost certainly, if you if you're going from Altaria to the capital, you'd almost have to. Okay. Um, so, what do I know that it has in terms of resources? Like a big library, big. Uh, like um, it is tower, anything like that. It is. Uh, so okay, so the capital is very metropolitan. It uh, yes. rivals Carthal, you know, Carthalia as far as terms of services and things like that. Falaria, its main thing is it's the agricultural center of Pericles. Um, so it's got a lot of farms and a lot of uh, things patrolling it. Uh, you know, it's got a small uh, college um, and a small wizard's tower, but um, it's not. Honestly, it's it's. Uh, it's a little bigger than Drift, but it's not like. Right. Okay. It's mostly farmers. Okay. So probably not worth our time. Um. 
I will I will go to the um the temple. Okay. And what about you, Gwyn? I think I'll go to the temple as well. Um but that'll be more of a I just want to kind of check it out. Mm-hmm. Um and then I'll go check out the inn and see if uh see if I can find any um modern day reflections of historical dance from my from my book. You're on a dance <laughs> kick. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like that'd be the kind of thing that Yeah, no, I like it. I love it. I'm not it's not a critique. <laughs> um it's nice to see Gwen pick up some interests. Uh, all right, so we'll start with team library. Um, uh, so uh, on the town square, um, uh, kind of, uh, it's, it's actually funny, you, you, you four kind of are going in the same direction and then uh, split very near the end of your journeys. Um, uh, right on the, uh, so right on the square, so the, the square, the um, chapel with its large bell tower, uh, with the stained glass is in the center of the square and then there's these buildings around it uh and um uh and one of these buildings is a small squat building a lot of buildings have like um living quarters above the shops uh but one of them does not uh and it is a library slash constabulary so it's literally so it's literally one building uh there's two doors and one of them is labeled library, and one of them is labeled constabulary. When we when we split off, I tell Winchester to um, stay and guard the horses and make sure that he minds uh, Auntie Brindley. And then eighty eight and I kind of walk off. Mm-hmm. Winchester uh, curls up and uh, immediately just sleep. <laughs> uh, no, he actually is a good dog. So he uh, he 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 actually sits at attention in the back of the carriage and keeps an eye out. I give him a kiss right on his forehead. He uh, he uh, uh, pants his tongue happily. Uh, the halo glowing slightly behind his head. Can we do uh, a Matt and Sean first? Because I really need to pee. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Uh, so um, you both head into this large, um, large church. Uh, the um, first thing you all notice uh, is built into the um, so it's uh, it's actually got kind of the first floor is uh, primarily made of stone. Within it's got kind of a half timber, and then it's just wood for the for the tower. Uh, but in the stone, you actually notice. Um, uh, kind of in the cornerstones, the keystones, uh, there is some virtues symbols engraved there. Hmm. Uh, so you get the idea that this church probably was at one point in the old times uh, a church of virtues. Uh, when you go inside, the first thing you notice uh, at the, you got, you know, kind of the, um, uh, a bunch of pews on both sides of it. Uh, and then the uh, first thing that catches your eye um, uh, at the end of the uh, at the end of the uh, church behind the altar uh, is this um, very large uh, loxodon statue or elephant person statue, uh, which you recognize immediately as I, uh, as a as a, a representation of Iona, um, and. Uh, and the god's wearing just simple clothing and has a wooden, uh, gnarled wooden staff uh, in her hand. 
and in this particular representation, she's got the staff in one hand uh, and then is holding the wheat arrows in the other. Uh, the uh, church itself is almost completely empty with the exception of uh, one older woman who is uh, sitting in the front row uh, and appears to be praying. Is she wearing any sort of vestment? Uh, yeah, she she is wearing what you would guess to be some sort of uh, clerical vestment. Okay, I will approach her. All right. Um, as you get closer, uh, you notice that her praying sounds an awful lot like snoring. <laughs> as as we approach, I do I pick up on that as well. Yeah, yeah, you both do. I, I, I give her, I, I um, kind of louder than necessary. I, I say, um, hey, 88, you, you know that uh, Iona is, is also one of the kind of the larger face uh, where I'm from. Uh, and, and without missing a beat, the snoring stops and she says, in Iona's name. And she looks up. <laughs> uh, and you see this, um, you see this uh, older human woman, probably in her late 60s. Uh, sitting there wearing a very simple outfit, uh, but with the uh, holy symbol. Uh, not actually a circular, it's literally just the three the three weed arrows on a chain uh, that she's wearing around her neck. Uh, and she's so, uh, hello. Um, she kind of gives a, a look of lack of recognition, I guess, if that's possible. She says, you're not from here. No, we are not. She says, so rare, is- so rare that we get travelers from out of town. She says, much of the world seems to have forgotten about us here in Drith. Please have a seat. Save, uh, save an old woman the trouble of standing up. Idiot will sit down. I imagine I could stand, but I will, I will sit for... <laughs> As you sit <laughs> down, she looks good. over at the two of you and she says, um, uh, oh, uh, I see a follower of Inca and a follower of Chalik. She says... Um, what brings such a diverse group of worshippers to my to my church? We are wondering if you might possess any information on the history of Drith. Oh, she says, I've I've lived here my entire life. She says, I can tell you almost anything you need to know about it. Could you tell us about the founding of the town? She says, oh, well. Uh, she says, I, well, um... She says, as far as I know, she says, the town was founded, uh, God, math, uh, over 1,500 years ago. Uh, she says, um, uh, she says, though, uh, much, not much is known about that period. Why, why do you ask? We have interest in the town and its relationship to Dusk Manor. She raises an eyebrow. She says, where did you hear that name? We have, uh, we visited Dusk Manor before coming here. And she, she kind of looks you both up and down. She says, oh, and you survived. Yes. She says, I hear many stories about Dusk Manor. She says, uh, most who go there don't come back alive. That is understandable. However, it is now much safer. She says, Did you find um, any ID on the, um, the body in the courtyard? No. 
There's no identification. Mm-mm. Nope. Life theories. She says, um, okay, well, uh, she says, perhaps you could speak more plainly to a humble old woman such as myself. Um, tell me, you, you've been there. You said you've made it safer. Um, what does that mean? There were many terrible monsters inhabiting the, uh, the manor grounds. We destroyed them. She says, so, so you're sort of, um, you're wandering adventurers then. That is correct. She says, um, and what brought you to Dusk Manor? A teleportation accident. Well, perhaps not accident. It is unclear. Certainly we were were misdirected in our teleportation. We seek to understand further the history of Dusk Manor and the surrounding areas. She says, well, I can tell you that um, Dusk Manor used to be the uh, the seat of the uh, of the uh, of the oh crap county <laughs> province uh, the mar- the marquis there we go. Uh, the marquis of uh, of Drith uh, back when back when Drith had a proper marquis uh, she says uh, and then. She says, by most records, she says, uh, sometime in the 1300s, um, the Marquis uh, uh, abandoned it, and uh, uh, people that went there stopped coming back. So uh, she says, uh, to be honest, most people in town assume it's a ghost story. Um, We do get the occasional odd adventurer she says that um, seeks it out specifically. Uh, she says, though they are usually opaque in, perp- in their purpose. I thought for a second that was a physical description. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. And as you said, none of them return. She says, no, and, and they are quite infrequent, maybe two or three times in my lifetime, can I recall, such folks heading there. Did they all come from the same direction? There's only one direction to come to if you're coming the Drift, and that's from the West. Yeah. Nothing comes out of the forest, except for nasty things. She says, uh, 10 years ago, there was a dozen vampire spawn that came out of the woods, killed, killed a fifth of the town before we could put them down. She says, people, people say that Drith is cursed. Have for centuries now said that. She says, to us, it's home. And we, over the years, of course, there's been discussion about leaving the town altogether, but this is our home. We grew up here. She says, but uh, of course, with the war, she says, uh, Drift's best days are behind it, I fear. Yeah, do I know what war she's talking about? When people talk about the war here, they're talking about the big one between Carthalia and Pericles, the, um, the 10-generation war. Okay. 
Um, Do I know anything about vampires? Is it normal to have like roving bands of them? Uh, you know that a master vampire creates vampire spawns. Uh, and so they usually have a coven or a brothel or a brothel, you say? Not a brothel. Um, a bordello? Bordello, thank you. Jeez. <laughs> I have the brothel, brother. <laughs> I'm team vampire. <laughs> what I was actually looking for was harem, but harem, bordello, coven. And in some cities, brothel of vampires. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Uh, but yes, the War of Ten Generations, uh, when everybody talks about the war, capital T, capital W, uh, that's what they're talking about. It lasted for, oof. Uh, ten generations? Ten generations, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yes, clearly. Uh, but I, I don't think it ended until, God, I, it's in my timeline somewhere, but... Uh, Fairly recent. Oh, 500, five, it went from 346 to 570, so it lasted for... Uh, 230 years. Okay. So. I see it. Both countries were strongly diminished from the extended conflict. Yeah. Um, so. And have you not seen any vampires since the incursion 10 years ago? She says, no, but that's what they do. They, they uh, bide their time, rebuild their strength. She says, I never did find the master that spawned them. That may be worth our investigating. Sounds like something you could probably use assistance with. We, we wouldn't want to leave you under threat if we can help. <laughs> she laughs. She says, Drith is always under threat. We literally live in the haunted woods now. The woods <laughs> have subsumed our city. You seem to be fairly well set up, though to repel invasion? We do our best. But every every now and again, she says, uh, she says the vampire attack was by far the worst one in my lifetime, she says. It, it, like, as I mentioned, it killed a fifth of the city, she said, leaving almost, almost 50 people dead. Did any of them turn into vampires? Oh, wait, I'm not there. <laughs> Uh, she says, um, as if an answer to Brindley's question from far away, she says, uh, mm -hmm. the worst part was we had to kill them twice. And it was 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. Well, I think we could certainly look. She says, if you, if you slay a master vampire, Drithel, I'm sure, will be uh, ever grateful to you. Perhaps we'll put a little statue of you up somewhere. You see Gwen's eyes kind of go wide. <laughs> Gwen wants a statue. The rest of us just want cash. <laughs> um, she, says, she says, what else can I tell you about the history of Drith? I noticed that this temple has a number of markings to Virtus. Were there any other temples to the ancient gods? She says, um, well, I believe, uh, she says, uh, they died almost 800 years ago, but uh, I, I'm sure at some point, I believe it was common practice back then to have a, a temple to the eight if you had one 
big church in your city. Uh, there was probably something like that. Uh, but uh, I, if, if there was, we have no idea where it was. Uh, uh, I, we do have a small uh, shrine in the back of this temple. If you want to pay uh, worship to Inca or Chalak, though, uh, I, I, I believe I could set up a, a little shrine to either of them. Thank you. That would be very nice. I can I can go worship at the end. I think. Are there are there any uh, dances going on in the next couple of days? I couldn't possibly be so lucky. I don't think. She says, uh, "Well, if you uh, if you go to the Brewers Hall on uh, Sun's Day, she says, uh, uh, she says, you know, before the before the weekend, she says, uh, oh, people get pretty pretty." Uh, Get pretty drunk and dance there. I do like drunken revelry. She says, uh, she says, uh, old uh, farmer Boffin's son, she says, got some moves if, once you get a little whiskey in him. <laughs> I'm gonna be liquoring up a farmer's kid, aren't I? That's up to you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> We all make choices. <laughs> we do. Uh, she says, uh, P she says, uh, if you do go to the tavern, expect, she says, just buy folks some drinks and they'll, they'll warm on you real quick. She says, we don't get a lot of out-of-towners and so people can kind of stiff it up around strangers. She says, there's nobody here that doesn't know anybody else here. Oh, is the town, um, did I notice that the town was fairly multiracial or uniracial coming in? Uh, you, yeah, I mean, it, much like most of the world, there's, uh, it's a lot of humans, but you also, you, you did notice a couple other, like there's some halflings and some dwarves. And... So nothing that might be, probably nothing that'll be a problem. Yeah. The whole world's pretty, pretty multiracial these days. Would that it were so. Um, and so where where are you from i think did i ask that yet i my memory i'm in my 60s it kind of <laughs> originally i am from alteria mm, she says that's east of carthalia right that is correct and what about you young kobold I, I'm from a, a mountain called Dragon Shadow. Uh, over, I can't, and I cannot, I don't think I've written it down in this thing. I'm going to add it, but. Nashiva, uh, far to the west. Never heard of it, but that sounds yeah. nice. I, I came to New Haven for pilgrimage and, uh, and fell in with my friends. Now, New Haven, I have heard of. She says, well, you've come a long way. Yeah. It's been a grand adventure. <laughs> it's like one-sixth of my life. Uh, she says, well, if you want, you can come back for the evening service. Uh, otherwise, uh, I should probably get back to my prayers. It's this is about the time I usually, I usually pray for an hour or two in the afternoons. Maybe after a meal. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
She <laughs> <wakes. a> light <laughs> <snack>. <laughs> uh, what time is the service? Uh, she says uh, so we usually do it at sundown. Just uh, that way, people are back from the field, you know, back from the you know their work or whatever. We have a lot of Iona worshippers in Dragon Shadow. It would be interesting to see if the services are different. Thank you very much for your help. Yeah. Yes. I'll get up. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I think I'll head over to the inn. See what's cooking. All right. Meanwhile, at the library, uh, so you, you come up to the doors. There's a library on one side, constably on the other. We go through the library doors. Right. Walk into uh, the library. Inside, inside you find a uh, a a small a small library. Uh, it's got um, uh, small rows of bookshelves uh, that go back. Uh, on the wall, you see a older map of Drith from maybe like maybe like the last eighty years or so. Um, you also see uh, uh, behind the counter. Uh, uh, reading a book, uh, you see a, a dwarven woman who appears to be young for a dwarf, maybe, you know, maybe just a young adult that age. I'm going to go to the desk and be like, hello. She looks up from her book. She shuts it. Because <laughs> I don't know you. Now, as many kids sign up for a library card. She says, uh, we don't really do library cards. Uh, or library access. She says, uh, are you from out of town? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, she uh, pulls out a looks like seldom used uh, sheet of paper that's yellowing with age and has like some lines on it. She's like, uh, you'll have to sign in here uh, with the date. Uh, and I think, and she kind of peeks over at the sheet. Yeah, it's a copper piece each from each of you. I give her a copper piece and I sign my name in big flowy letters. Mm -hmm. uh, the last visitor to the library uh, that signed in was from six years ago. Oh, wow. Do you not get uh, patrons that often? Oh, well, people from the town come in here all the time for the books, but uh, you're the first out-of-towners that have ever been here as far as I've worked here. Oh, cool. Hey, Nethas, we're the first out-of-towners who's been there since she worked here. She says, I've worked here for five years. For five years. I I also signed the book and give her a copper. Oh, you're right here. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> she says, well, thank you. Uh, uh, Brindley and... Uh, is that Nietzsche? Well, I can't read your handwriting. Nithis. <laughs> oh, well, hello, Nithis. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to meet you. Um, well. uh, my name's Betcha, but you can just call me B. Um, B, do you have any books about the history of Dusk Manor by any chance? She says, what's that? The Haunted Manor. 
Oh, the Honda Mansion. She says, yeah, we got some local authors that wrote some horror books about it. Well, I'm talking like... You want all of these. Uh, She says, oh, uh, she points you. She says, uh, it's in the uh, local fiction section. Uh, She says, there's a surprising number of authors that live here as recluses, but use the town's haunted past as inspiration for their works. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, anything like actually historical? She says, well, she says, oh, if you want to know about the history of the town, she says, you've come to the right place. These people here are obsessed with it. Okay. She says, you, you know, most of these people that lived here have uh, drifts her their whole life. So they're really obsessed with the history of this place that no one cares about. I wouldn't quite say that. I'm very interested. Oh, well, no offense, she says. It's just, you know, I've lived here for about 10 years and you're the first exciting thing that's happened, so. Oh, so you weren't born here? She shakes her head, no. She says, no, uh, she says, uh, my mom moved here, she says, 10 years ago, or actually a little less than. Uh, apparently the uh, the uh, local uh, person who builds wagons for a living, Wainwright. Wainwright. She yeah. says the local Wainwright apparently died in some sort of attack and uh, she was looking for a new start somewhere. So that's my life story. I've been stuck here ever since. Sorry to hear that. She says it's all right. I mean, I get to read a lot of books. I get to work at the library. It's a lot of fun. I imagine it's a lot of fun. Uh, she says, I mean, it depends on your definition of fun. Books in general are fun. She says, I used to live in Tamar. It has very exciting compared to living here. There was a, she says, there's a, a floating bridge there. I've heard of that. It sounds really cool. I haven't seen it, but hopefully we'll see it she like, says on in, our way back home. She says, in coffee shops and places you could go to do things that weren't the woods. I don't know. In my home, we always went to the woods to do things. I don't think you want to do that here. It's just not it's not really a good idea to go in the woods here unless you're, you know, leaving with a caravan or something. Makes sense. She says but yeah, there's like a whole town history section and she points you in that direction. Oh, fantastic. Thank you. When I'm looking for my finger too, um I'm interested in like gods are like partial deities, demigods. Um, particularly native to the area, or might have been in the area at some point in time. <laughs> she says, uh, like, uh, large ones. <laughs> I, I, she says, we got a little bit of stuff on gods, though. You might be better off going to the church, they've got some books there. It, it's not really my thing, church. Yeah. She shrugs me either. So what do you do every night when they have a service? That's what the guards told us. She says, well, not everybody goes to those. She says, those of us that are smart get a head start on our drinking. We'll go down to the tavern while it's still empty and get a few rounds while we still can. Nice. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. 
Well, uh, she says, and then as a as a as a bonus side effect, she says, then you're nice and buzzed when the regulars get in there, and you can deal with them a little easier. True. Yeah, my mom and dad like going to church, but temple, but like I haven't gone in years. You know, she says you're cool. So books. Yeah. So I'm gonna take a look around. Um, and the whole time you guys are browsing, like she doesn't pick her book back up. She's just looking at the TV, not suspiciously, just with curiosity, because you're literally like the first new thing she's seen in a long time. And she just can't help herself but like take in new input <laughs> while it's available. Fair enough. I get that. So should I roll? Uh, no, just tell me what you're looking for. And I'll tell you if they have it. Because it's not a very large library and you have enough time to look through it. Okay. Um, so I would like um, anything at or prior to the time that the manor was abandoned. And like, what are you, what information are you hoping to find? Um, how long they've been here. I mean, obviously it would be silly to hope for a mention of Kyrex, but that would be really <clears throat> Um, okay yeah i think i got i think i got the kind of the gist of what you're looking for um and i will say that you yeah you find some books about the history of pericle of drith specifically uh written by the drith historical society uh, and those that those books reference older books that they had when they wrote the book which was literally hundreds of years ago. So this is, this is, you know, essentially we're at Xerox of Xerox's point here. Uh, uh, but uh, you, you find that, yeah, the town itself was founded um, about, uh, 500 uh, PC, um, but that the manor itself existed before that. Uh, okay. So the manor was here first, and then the town was founded outside of it. Uh, and the manor, the manor occupants were given the title of marquee after the town was founded. Uh, okay. So essentially what you can gather from this reading between the lines a bit, uh, uh, Pericles expanded east because uh, it was founded um, kind of, it was, it was founded near Tamar, um, and then expanded north until it hit Carthalia, and then, you know, years of problems there, uh, centuries of problems there. Uh, but it also expanded east until it hit the, haunt until it hit the Haunted Woods. Uh, and when it did that, it found the manor, and then the city was built kind of near the manor as a result. So this manor's been here for, like, possibly time immemorial, right? Like... Uh, so if the if if it was here in 500 uh, ish, approximately 500 uh, post calamity uh, post cataclysm, uh, then that means it was here for so that was 1100 years from there till the end of the till the calamity. So uh, and then it's been another 780. So 1100 plus let's say 800. So it's been here for almost 2,000 years. Wow. So imagine, if you will, yeah. 
uh, a house that was around like back in the early Roman Empire, you know, around the alleged oh. time of Jesus, still being around today. <laughs> and really, and it, it's undergone some yeah. major renovations since then, though. Yes, yeah, clearly it's been upkeep's been done. Uh, the house has been, you know, probably upgraded. Play, things have been replaced. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. And so they like collected taxes and mm-hmm. all that. Was. Yeah, they collected taxes. Um, the marquee would have um, would have important people up for like social events and things like that. Um, and then they say, uh, oh, and you do get a, an account of you know in the. Um, and the in and actually you get the exact year in the year um, thirteen thirty, uh, uh, the manor had fallen, uh, the marquis had fled, um, and uh, uh, it was during a period of turmoil in Pericles, uh, is what you also find out. So, um, Pericles was having problems with. Um, roving bands of mercenaries and invaders and things like that at that time. Okay. Okay. In between looking at her for her own things, Brentley's also trying to pay attention to see what Nithis finds. She goes, sing your marquee? No. That's so fancy. No. That's like super fancy. We're not gonna. It's really fancy. The marquee (laughs) abandoned these people abruptly and left them to the haunted woods. We're not going to mention that I'm related. Oh, no, we won't mention it to them, but we'll just know ourselves. Okay. <laughs> a secret for yourself. That's fine. Okay. Keep it secret. Keep it safe, man. Um, Brindley, you, you search and search to every book of religion that you can find, skimming through them as fast as you can. You find no mention of Kyrax. Any like weird, large demigods? Is a demigod a thing? Or gods that we don't know of, um, like titans. Is there like any mention of something titanesque? Um, not that you can find. Uh, and but of course, um, going back to sort of the grander, grander timeline of of the world, um, there is not much uh, in. Uh, in recorded history before um, before like fi- before like the four, four to five hundreds, there was a real real long dark ages uh, after player knowledge after, after 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 yeah Tothamon was killed. So so it is as player knowledge. It's Solari. And her sister fighting. So this has to be after they got rid of the goat. Yep. And ascended. Yes. Yes. If if they're if they are um, gods in the form they were in that mural, player knowledge is player knowledge. Yeah. Uh, then it happened sometime after the fall of the Telvi Empire, after they murdered their father and absorbed his power. Um, but you would also say, this is still kind of player knowledge, uh, that whatever had happened had to have happened in the Dark Ages before written history had begun again. Okay. 
just based on the information that Nith has found that the manor was already there in 500. So, very good. Well, and there's nothing really saying, right, that that it, the mural is just a kind of a misrepresentation. That so could be could too. Been, it could be it could be bad information in the mural, or it could have been events. Could did they exist before they killed their father? Um, yes, but they weren't as powerful. I think. Yeah. Yes. 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 He created them, um, but they were. Yeah, they 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 didn't have the aspect of the moon and the sun at that point. So uh, they didn't get those aspects until they killed their father, who embodied both those aspects, and you know split split them amongst themselves. Going deep into the weeds here, and yes, (laughs) in world knowledge, all all sorts of plot. Um, all right, so uh, anything else you want to find in the library? No, I'm asking because I didn't find what I was looking for that I've been looking a long time to try to find anything of interest. You do find that Drith, which is now spelled with an I, used to be spelled with a Y. Oh. Kind of love the little spelled with a which, which is also based on the fact that in my very Spelled first map, in our which uh, which in my very first map I ever created of my world, Drift was spelled with a Y, and every subsequent map was spelled with an I. So there it's you go. It's spelled D R Y T H in our Eastern Urstica thing. Is it? Yeah. Oh well, then I guess it is still spelled with a Y. <laughs> I will go with that as that is the most recent thing I've done. Okay. They changed it to an I, now they changed it back. We're going back to the Y days. Yeah, exactly. This is a lot more subtle. Okay, so sorry, yeah, Drift is with a Y. Yeah, change my notes. All right. All right, so uh, at some point, uh, as you guys are looking through your books, uh, B just says, uh, all right, well, um, it is unfortunately closing time. uh, So I need to get to the bar before all the religiously faithful do. So. (laughs) Oh yeah, we don't want to get in your way. And she kind of holds up a key and kind of is like, so I got to lock up. Do you mind if we join you? Oh, please. Yeah, come come on. It'd be nice to talk about something other other than trees or Drift history. What do you wish you could talk about with people? We can do that, probably. All right. As we're walking. All right. So she locks up the library. Uh, you head to you head to the tavern, which is three doors down uh, from here. No, don't even. I see you over there, Sean. <laughs> no, I, I I didn't. I wasn't reacting to that. I was just reacting to yes, this is a small town. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, where you find Gwyn already because uh, he mentioned he was heading over there, um, uh, and you find a couple of people inside um, getting drinks. You hear uh, the bell ringing, summoning people that are religious enough to worship on a Wednesday, Fantasy Wednesday, uh, to service. <laughs> Those fantasy Wednesday Catholics are not my favorite. <laughs> uh, and so you see I'm people. I'm more of a Christmas and Easter fantasy Catholic. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you see probably about a hundred people um, coming in to town, uh, heading into the church, uh, and then maybe another mm, five or ten come into the tavern. So it's the it's the five of you, or sorry, eighty-eight. Are you there? I guess. Uh, well, what I was planning on doing is eighty is going to spend like an hour at the the shrines and he's gonna during that time he's gonna pull out brinley's bow and start working on engraving it while mm -hmm. he's at the shrine for about an hour then he'll join gwyneth okay. in the tavern yeah okay so that's about it's about the time that uh that um uh Nithis and brinley get there as well so uh so y'all you it's the uh uh five of you at the table the four of you plus b uh you get some unusual looks from the people in the tavern but b just kind of waves them off uh and uh, and uh, you all are served a round of uh, famous uh, Drith Ale. Um, How is it? Is it a little watery? It's a little watery, a little hoppy, yeah. Kind of a, almost like a lager consistency. <clears throat> Never, nothing is ever going to be as good as the... Uh, God, as the ale. Yeah, the God Ale. Yeah, God Ale. No. Uh, you know, in my hometown, we have this ale that was blessed by Calamity, and it's delicious. Uh, Brinley, this actually tastes a lot like the ale that your father prefers. Oh, Dad. <laughs> um, and uh, after, I'm assuming, after your first round of Famous Drift Ale, you probably switch over to... They, they, have a, they actually have a surprisingly well-stocked for a town of this size selection of beers, ales, and wines and whiskeys and various liquors or in farm country sure. right so yeah you're you're in fantasy in milwaukee so yeah. i'm gonna ask them for like the sweetest wine they have like their moscato equivalent yeah uh you get something that tastes just like grapes i'm branching out <laughs> uh, it doesn't even taste alcoholic this is so good let's this try this Try this. Is it so like good? Super sweet. It is. It is like literally just drinking grape juice. Oh. Good. It like no alcohol, doesn't it? It tastes like it has no alcohol. Yeah, I know. So um, B says, uh, so are you all uh, staying here at the Brewers Hall then? Or? Uh, no, we've actually... Just gonna head back to the to the haunted mansion. She says you all are acting weird about that question. She says the only reason I ask is because uh, there's nowhere else to stay here in town, and the sun's going down. So how are you with secrets? <laughs> she puts both of her hands on the table, leans in conspiratorially, and she says, "Never given up one yet." Have you ever had okay. one? She says that's not the that's not the point. I've never <laughs> given up a secret yet. I kind of like look at myself. Okay, you promise you're not going to tell anyone because I will curse you if you lie. She says, "Who am I going to tell?" She says, "I'm going to tell old Ted Boffin over there." Who's Ted? She points at some young-looking uh, guy with like outrageously jacked arms and rough hands. Who's? Oh yeah, no one would tell him. I hear that guy can dance. She says, you have no idea. She says, you put a few drinks in him, he, you can bust a move. Gwen. I kind of, I kind of sidle out of, the, out of the booth. I'll be right back. <laughs> yes, get on that. 
Um, Nithis inherited the haunted the haunted manor. She, she says in, inherited the 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 haunted manor. That's who gave it to you. I thought it's been it's been abandoned my whole life. Well, and people that was, go there don't come back. Yeah, that's because it was magically sealed to anyone oh. but a descendant, which I didn't know about. It was a teleportation accident. She says, wait, you're a descendant of the people that used to live in, in the haunted manor? She's much nicer than that. <laughs> I don't she, know. She says, you're a marquee. Nope. <laughs> nope. She says, marquee? yeah. The, she says the it was the it was the it's where the marquee lived. She says I read it in the book. Yeah, but they were actually like citizens of Pericles and you know had like taken oaths and stuff. So that doesn't make me a marquee. I'm just saying. She, that she says no, that, that makes sense. People... She says if you're not a citizen, I don't think you can hold a title. Exactly. I don't know because a lot of people in history have held titles in different countries. No. It depends on intermarriages and shit like that. She Fair says. Enough. She says you'll just have to ask the ask you know the the king or queen who <laughs> just I literally just closed my Pericles document for some dumb reason. <laughs> um, queen Grameel. She says you'd have to ask. Uh, oh no, King Tremaine. Yeah. Oh really? Where? King Tremaine Valander Aravel friend. Oh, I'm in Spezia. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, has more names than a Sean character. Hey. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Not possible. She says that's fair. She says, I guess it'd be a question for the for, for King Frindell the third. Yeah, I mean, and we're not gonna ask him. She says, uh, well, that's really cool. Um I still wouldn't recommend traveling back there after the sun sets. Like an hour. She says, "You seem really smart." She says, "Which part of the haunted woods are filled with deadly creatures that come out at night? Don't you understand?" <laughs> I mean, we're pretty cool. Like, we're pretty like, legit. Well, she says, I, don't think demon thing the other day. she says, "I don't think anyone here could stop you if you really want to go." But also, if we are going to hunt vampires at night, is probably the best time. Yeah, that's true. By the way, Gwen and I think we should hunt vampires. Um, I am 100% here for hunting vampires. Um, I've read so many books about vampires. Like, they're all romances, but I read a lot of them. You hear like a vague unch, unch, unch noise coming from the bar for some reason. I hate that sound. It's just. Is Gwen just making it with his mouth, or is there some instrument involved? I don't know. <laughs> Douche canoe is near. <laughs> We're going to get to the whole Gwyn situation. I'm going to role play that one out. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not opposed to hunting vampires, but I would like to be prepared to hunt vampires. So maybe not tonight. Really? You haven't done anything today. We're like on top of it. Okay. Perhaps some special equipment would help, though. Yeah, I, th I think we need some stakes, maybe. We can probably get some here. Uh, she Katie, says, um, where do they sell vampire hunting stuff? B says they have a whole bunch of it next door for where I, from where I work. In the I'll be right back. I'm going to go shopping for vampire hunting stuff. It's she's, she's talking about the constabulary. 
and they're closed because it's evening. Are oh, they the, the constabulary is always open. Oh, my bad. And in fact, she says we have more officers on duty at night than we do during the day. That makes sense. I have beelined out for vampire hunting equipment. All right. <laughs> um, she looks at uh, Unithis and U88. She says, oh, I don't think I got your name. Uh, was uh, She says, I I'm uh, Betcha, but you can call me B. And you are? B, this is 88. 88. It is nice to meet you. And she says, and the small friend who's over there talking up uh, Ted Boffin? <laughs> oh. Cut two. A kobold walking over and talking up Ted Boff. Um, excuse me. Uh, are you are you Ted Boffin? Uh, Ted looks down at you. Uh, he's wearing um, a fantasy flannel. Uh, and says, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I've already forgotten. What was the priestess's name? Um, did you get her name? I thought we did. I don't think but she did. introduced herself right, 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 when she woke up. I didn't write it down. I feel like she did. I don't, or, okay, maybe not. All right. Well, in any case, I didn't write it down. Um, the uh, the priestess over in uh, at the temple told told us uh, told me that you were the best dancer in town, and I'm a I'm a paladin of Chalik. I like performance, and I was I was wondering if I can you know buy you and your friends a couple drinks and and uh, and maybe see some of your moves. He uh, he kind of thinks on that for a second. He says. Uh... You heard that uh, I'm a good dancer. Yeah, yeah. She said you're. Uh, she, I, I, I forget exactly how she phrased it, but something like he could really bust a move. Uh, and you, uh, you want to see me dance? Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be, uh, it'd be interesting. I'm always, I'm always interested in new songs or poems or, or dance moves. He says, somebody put you up to this? No, the priestess over at the temple. He says, well, I have been known on occasion to, after a round or two of something strong from back here at the Brewer's Hall, to well, let yeah, loose my feelings in a, in a physical display of uh, communication. Caitlin did not like that one at all. Oh. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, representing my my inner thoughts through the uh, expression of arm and leg movement, it's true. I mean, that is, <laughs> Great that's creature. That is good as, as a, a, a description of, uh, of interpretive dances I've ever heard. He says... So not uh, really a, not really formal it's more of a just kind of a spontaneous uh, reflection of, of how you're feeling at the moment well uh, you know uh, i learned it from watching you know watching my my folks dance but uh it definitely has a bit of the old ted boffin twist in there <laughs> uh 
And in, in so much as that, uh, I do modify the dance based on based on the thoughts and feelings that I'm having at the time. But I I never had nobody come and ask me to dance for him. It's usually, as I mentioned earlier, a spontaneous expression of, as I mentioned, my inner feelings and thoughts. Well, well, how about I how about I ask, uh, buy you a whiskey? I can ask you some. What, what's I, that I, weird unch just noise? Unch, unch, unch. I, where is that coming from? <laughs> <laughs> Wind pants. <laughs> yeah, looks over at your friends that are looking over at you two. He says, this, are you sure this isn't some sort of trick? Because uh, I don't just dance for anybody. They're just, they're just being noisy. Or nosy, not noisy. <laughs> Maybe noisy too. But if you if you prefer, we can just we can just chat. I know, you know, I I, I know a couple of different dance moves, and I, I I kind of pull the names of some of the some of the little traditional dances out of the out of the book I read earlier. Oh, those are those are real dances. There, uh, we moved on from those sort of dances and drift a long time ago. But uh, I guess you could say what I do now is uh, based on the foundation of that talent, but been forged down through years of, uh, you know, uh, refinement. I mean, that's what makes it so exciting is to see, you know, have some, some, some evidence of how uh, the, the dance develops over time. All right, a little short stuff. Here's what I'm going to say to you. Uh, I need you to go over to the barkeep over there. Uh, I need to ask him for uh, four shots of his finest whiskey. <laughs> you, you go over there, you buy those four shots of whiskey, you tip him a fair tip, because that's what we do here in Drith. Uh, and then we'll start talking about the dancing. Is that agreeable to you? Sure. And I go get, uh, I imagine I hop down off a stool and, and head over to the bartender. All right. You get four shots of the finest whiskey. Uh, uh, that will be uh, five silver pieces, if including tip. Okay. I will give him six just in case he checks on me later. <laughs> and I bring him back. <laughs> all right so you sit up on the table uh uh ted says have, have a seat up here across from me if you don't mind i didn't catch your name oh uh, my name is uh, uh jervis winston earlham neville archer but you can call me gwen everybody does that's a lot of names gwen i'm ted boffin <laughs> folks around here call me ted or if they're not feeling particularly welcoming the farmer's boy Okay, I'll stick with Ted. <laughs> That's mighty agreeable of you, Gwen. So he takes the, the shots and he put, slides two of them to you. He says, now, it's part of this deal. He says, you got to drink these two shots here along with me. <laughs> How big are these shots? <laughs> uh, they're standard size shots for a human. So probably twice as big a shots as you would drink. Oh. 
<laughs> well, Ted, given our relative, you know, sizes, do you think I could stick with just the one? I'm sorry, it's not the way it works. <laughs> oh, hey, Kitty. Oh, Jiddens. <laughs> you want to watch me dance or what? All right, you see my I'll, I'll try it, but I, I do want to remember it. <laughs> All right, so he picks up one of his, his shot glasses and he says, now what you got to do is you got to knock it on the table in remembrance of those fine folks that fell to them vampires 10 years ago and then you shoot it back. All right. Okay. So he picks remind, it up. Remind me when we're, when we're done that I got to talk to 88 about those vampires. Well, I'll pick up the shot. Mm-hmm. He picks it up, knocks it on the table, takes it back in one swig. I knock it on the table and I I imagine it takes a couple of swallows to get the whole thing down. He says, there you go. That wasn't so bad. He says, now what the, what this here particular whiskey does is it inhibits the part of my brain that tells me I should not dance my feelings out in this here bar. I do not Wait. like how hick this guy is. He is not, <laughs> not Milwaukee anyway. <laughs> he is a bit of a weird odd duck, even for yeah. Drift. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so... Now that our inhibitions are being worn down by Father Whiskey. <laughs> well, right. Right. you have a singular talent for words. That the phrase Father Whiskey crawled up and then back down my spine. You even let me finish. He says, now it's time to let Ma get to work. He picks up the next one and he points ears. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Clunk it What's down. this guy's name again? Ted Boffin. Ted Boffin. Make a note. Don't talk to Ted Boffin. <laughs> he says, and what that second one does, he says, is it gets the legs moving. He says, but first you got to get a beat. Right. So, so here's what you're going to do now. You got the whiskey in you, too. And he starts he starts pounding on the table with his hand in a rhythm. He says, now you follow with me. Come on, you do this now. Can I Can I play my loop? He says, no. You can play it. Can you do it one hand? Because I'm going to need the other hand pounding on this table. <laughs> Get it right, on I'll the start. table and stop. I'll start pounding on the table. Oh, that's a good idea. It suggests you can get up on the table and stop. And he oh, didn't suggest that. Well, Matt suggested. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I'll. I'll. I'll uh, <laughs> since I'm. Uh, back to the other table. You guys are. You know, over there. You see. You see. Um, uh, uh, you see Gwen go to the bar. Come back. You see him do two shots, which is a lot for him. You all know. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, you see um, him and Ted start pounding on the table together, uh, and then. Uh, Gwen hops uh, on the table and starts stomping with his feet as he pulls his loot out. And as he does that, B says, oh shit, it's happening. And everyone's, you just hear some murmurs like, Ted's going to dance. Uh, and people uh, people um, start uh, like getting extra drinks and like kind of standing around the circle waiting for this to happen. Uh uh, and so Ted's like, all right, you keep that beat going right real good. All right. And then he's, he says, and then what happens is he said, my feet start moving like this. And uh, so Ted starts dancing. 
uh, just his feet at first, moving kind of back and forth, intricate footwork. Um, he says, uh, <laughs> he says, and then once he gets up here to gestures to his waist, he says, and I can't help it. Uh, and he starts moving his arms back and forth rhythmically. Uh, <laughs> and then much to your surprise, um, Ted stops and then suddenly launches into a full 10 minute interpretive dance as the best way it could be described of him waving back and forth and essentially miming out all these deep depths of feeling that he feels he can't express otherwise. Uh, uh, and the people just start cheering him on. He seems oblivious to them in his own little dance zone. Uh, and then after 10 minutes or so of, of, uh, of just uh, poetry and dance form, he he uh, cover, he, he, he drenched in sweat. He kind of slows down and then says, "All right, you can stop now, there, Cobalt." Was he good? Uh, That's a subjective question. <laughs> let's let, <laughs> let's let the de- dice decide, shall we? I love how Matt's just like <laughs> covering his face. <laughs> Um, I'm very excited. This is probably the most excited I've been for a dice roll in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. How well does Ted Boffin do? Is he secretly a genius or is he just a fool? We're going to let fate decide. Oh, that's kind of, that's, I rolled a nine. It's like right in the middle. That's so fun. But for this town, <laughs> that's yeah. probably very impressive. Low bar. <laughs> can, can I, can I uh, do a performance check to give him advantage because I was playing along with him? Yeah, absolutely. Roll me a performance check. <laughs> oh, I got 11. Yeah, he didn't roll better. So. <laughs> but anyway, so it's just a very, it's just a really weird... Uh, really weird, uh, emotionally stunted guy trying to break some moves in the dance floor. <laughs> hey, it says, I mean, it says interesting things about that priestess, too. Um, did I recognize uh, and, any? Yeah, oh, you uh, recognize, actually, yeah, there's some, like, some of the foundational stuff in there was based off of some of those old dance moves you read back in your books. Cool. Well, I'll, uh, I'll hop, hop off the table and thank him. Uh, he says, but you actually, before you even can do that, after he finishes, he uh, just slaps his hand on the table and says, all right, buffing out. And he he just walks out of the bar. Uh, the rest of the bar kind of cheers and claps him on as he leaves. And you hear some like random, like, good job, Ted. See you tomorrow, Ted. <laughs> I'm so sad Ridley missed this. Oh, that's right. Your next story. <laughs> uh uh, Brindley walks in at that point, just like a <laughs> bunch of steaks in one hand, <laughs> like holy water in the other. <laughs> I've got a very twitchily staff of flowers of rose for him as he leaves. A yellow one. Yes, all. Thank you very much, man. And he takes it and he leaves. I will sling my loot across my back and then hop off the table and, and come back to our table. B says, um, after all that's done, B just looks at the and she says, I used to live in a city and now I live here. <laughs> uh, I'm 
patter consolingly on the shoulder. All right. Um, and are you all going to head back to Dusk Manor at night against the town's advice? Yeah. <laughs> are we? Why would we stay here? It's a small town. I'm fine with it if you guys are. I mean, are we going to... Are we going to pick up a level of, of exhaustion if we fight at night? No. 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 Okay. Am I half blitzed? Yeah. How drunk are we? <laughs> Honestly, not that bad. Okay. I mean, I'm fine with heading back. I mean, I'd be fine with staying or heading back because this is kind of my people's. This is how I'd I rather head back and not like spend money to stay overnight. And maybe get a chance to kill something. I'm all bored. <laughs> you have no you you know how incomparably rich we are, right? <laughs> We're not that rich, to be fair. Twelve hundred Richer than anybody in this town, but yes. yes. Well, I mean you can spend all your money on tattoos, so I know. That's why I say I'm not that rich, because a thousand bucks only gets me one tattoo. <laughs> As I come back to the table, I'm like, oh that's right, I forgot. We gotta um there's a vampire problem out in the woods we gotta take care of at some point. Yeah, I'm hoping to find something about that. Oh, um I pass out holy water and steaks to everyone. <laughs> Nice. Stop it. Sorry. Cat. All right. So um, you all uh, head out from the tavern, go back to your horses where you see uh, Winchester dutifully getting pets from some passerbys. The halo glowing faintly in the darkness. Uh, Such a good puppy. You saddle up uh, and you head into the woods back to Dusk Manor to face whatever it is you'll encounter in the woods and you'll do so with another level. So. Hey! Yay! Awesome. I'm excited. Uh, and that is where we'll end this session, obviously. Do you want us to roll on? Yeah, if you go roll your hit dice for me there. Uh, do we just roll 1d6? Uh, if you're a sorcerer, yeah. And the minimum I'm score? I'm an 8, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, druids are a d8. What's the minimum score? Uh, four for a d6. Four. Okay, I rolled a three. I rolled a two. Yes. So a five for you. I rolled a nine. Nice. I'm pretty happy about that. So that is... That's 61 rolled hit points. Matthew, do you know which level you're taking for 88 next? Um, That is a good question, sir. When did we last level up? Uh, right after the trial, session twenty. Okay. So, so it's all been it's all been Dusk Manor stuff since then, basically. It's all been Dusk. Oh, and it's ability score time. Really? Uh, I'm going to take another level in cleric, and I rolled a four, so I get six. No, five hit points. Mm -hmm. I got a wild shape improvement. Nice. Yeah, you can. What level are you guys now? Seventh? Eighth? Eight. 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 
Cool. So if I take Ritual Caster, that means I can have a spell book 